What's up, fam? Welcome to the Flow State Outdoors podcast. And I just can't live without you. What do you mean? I just fucking took Sheila's advice. Listen to me every time. <laughs> Read it out, what's it say? When you carry all the grocery bags <laughs> in one trip, and then... <laughs> is it? Oh, it's like a picture of the red finger. Two, red two red fingers. Bright red. And I just messaged her being like, Jesus, this meme could be interpreted all sorts of bad. <laughs> 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 it looks like there's blood on her fingers. And I'm just like, without even reading, I was just like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's like, is there a non-dirty way to interpret this? Like, yeah. You cop a lot of crazy DMs. Definitely should give you a mic, eh? (laughs) (laughs) He'll get one sooner or later. Gonna have to plug another mic in. Just chime in with nuggets of gold every so often. We copped that for the potty. (laughs) We copped that for the potty. It was good. That That little story was life. Snare house. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. (laughs) No, you didn't say a name, so. But I'm pretty sure she listens to it, eh? You did say the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Well, she started this way early. We were smacking so many good yeah, stories. Yeah, we're going to have to backtrack a little bit. We mm. are. But we definitely are. Story's always better the second time around. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> jo- not. like jokes. <laughs> <They're> definitely <laughs> not. Just keep repeating them until <laughs> they stick. That's it. Um, so we're here with Ben Rennie and Jai. What's your, how you spelling, how you say your last name? Carton and Price. Carton and Price. Yep. Yeah. So I um, have bumped into Jai at boat ramps for like. A few trips now. Yeah, a couple. Go and dive with you. Well, you, you two have known each other for a while. Yeah, yeah. since... Um, Why are you so quiet? Since first year undergrad, I think it was, for me. Yeah. Um, Would it have been... Was that 2018 or 2017 for you? 2017, I think. Yeah. Um, it all started... I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Um, all started in a... Like a fish dissection prac. And... Um, I heard I, you were a couple of benches over, and I overheard you talking about like Eden, like the um, like spot down on the New South Wales coast. And I just was like, "Is he talking about that spot too?" And I've just like swung around and just like listened into the convo for the next five minutes. And I was like, "This guy's a lord," and he dives a spot that I also dive. And I was like, "We're gonna have to have a chat about this because this, we're on here." <laughs> <laughs> so go back to like, you are both from Melbourne, ish. Vic, yeah, Vic Victoria, yeah, I was down in the Otways, yep. so down southwest a bit more. I feel like a lot of people I podcast are from fucking Mexico, eh? Mm. Who else? Tricky. Oh, Tricky, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got to oh, get actually, out of there. And there's yeah. a few people <laughs> that like, a few people that respond to a lot of the podcast stuff that are from Vic. Yeah. True. Dreaming yeah. of getting out of there. <laughs> well, yeah, living It's all about making the move. <laughs> well, Tricky was West Coast, yeah. which is where... Um, That's where you're from. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've dived same. You've dived similar spots. Um, I haven't done a lot of West Coast. Um, Jai's done a bit of like peninsula stuff like where I was mm. grew up diving the peninsula with like the club and like comps and stuff um, I hardly did any west coast stuff really I yeah, never right. so he's both grew up diving yeah like the vibe when you were yeah. kids when did you yeah. start diving when you were a kid when you? I was real young yeah dad got me into it um, we had a beach house like on the on Port Phillip Bay and there were like a couple of little like patches of reef just out off the straight like walk off the beach you're right on or um, and he used to take me like snorkeling, looking for like sea dragons and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, so yeah, it was like real comfortable in cold water and snorkeling around. He used to like, he used to tow me around on a, um, on a boogie board. So mm. I'd like 
have most of my body out of the water so I wasn't getting as cold. And he'd just be there, yeah, 100%. And he'd just be, um, yeah, pointing out cool stuff. And and then it sort of, um, then we moved on to looking for like abalone because he'd, he'd done a little bit of that. Um, mostly when they were like off camping, he'd go and get some abs and come back and cook them up for the, for the crew. Um, so yeah, start, yeah, ab diving was probably the first um, sort of form of like harvesting. What I don't explain that shit to me because I don't fully understand. Like I know what they are, but mm. I don't fully understand all of the stuff you do down there. How long? Well, go back to you, yep. Jive. How long have you been diving for? Uh, it would be over a decade. I reckon I was probably eleven or twelve years old. Oh, I didn't notice how lit your shirt was until just <laughs> Thanks now. Sesh shirt. <laughs> it is a sesh shirt. It actually used to be bigger and it shrunk in the ro- in the wash, but I'm like rolling with it anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, I reckon eleven or twelve years old. I was. Really keen fisherman, not not so good at catching like you guys, but um, yeah, we used to get down to the beach, and one day we went down. It was a really low tide, and spotted this thing, this big shell in a rock pool, decent size abalone. Had my pocket knife on me, and I was like, I'm gonna get that thing and eat it for dinner. So we we got it, took it home, ate it. Thought it was like pretty cool, pretty exciting, catching something yourself and eating it. And we, we were onto it from then, and. We'd go down there whenever the low tides, really low, low tides were happening. We'd go down and we'd just go in ankle deep water and look for them. We'd just get deeper and deeper and deeper. And one day I was stuck my head in under a rock looking at abs and there's a crayfish sitting in there. And I was like, I've got to grab this thing. So like no gloves or anything. Started bear hugging, wrestling the thing. Came away with like 30 odd cuts on my hands. And it was, yeah, it was, it was just on legal. And so being, trying to do the right thing, I was like... (laughs) I better put it back, even though I was missing a few legs. <laughs> <laughs> like, put it back, and um, yeah, as it turned out, not too long after that, yeah, we we just kept going deeper and deeper until we we got onto them, and yeah, it's just been loved it ever since that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you did well to find a cray straight <clears throat> out. I'd I spent it was t- took me a fair while, like up through my diving years, to first even um even see them. So mm. I guess like West Coast, pretty um they're pretty prevalent down there. Yeah, we would dive in. We just go the most remote, rough spot you can find and find a way to get in the water. So we, we were fortunate to dive some some pretty good spots. And, um, yeah, it took a few trips to find one. But, yeah, from there we were hooked and we were like, let's let's keep looking for these things. And then you start seeing fish and you're like, i got to buy a gun. And yeah, it just escalates it. from there. Down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Do you remember your first cray? Yeah, vividly. I actually, my first ever cray. I don't so even need to be here for this podcast, though. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> when we when we I'm move on to um, just start going, I'll turn my mic off and sit and listen. We move on to how to chase jacks. You can chip in with you. But jacks <laughs> <on speed. laughs> um, Yeah, first cray. Um, we were so dad and I had teed up to go down to a spot, um, pretty well known spot in Vic. We rocked up there, and there's a fun run like a tra- uh, like a trail run or like a fun run on and the car park's like packed there's people everywhere so we were just like nah let's get out of here went to a plan B spot and actually bagged out on craze like I'd never caught a cray before and ended up swimming into dad with two of them <laughs> had one in the catch bag couldn't fit the second one in there basically just swam it in like in a headlock so you're like a armpit. child prodigy basically oh. yeah you just I was I'd struggled to find like I looked for probably close to like a year but in the wrong spots like I mm. thought I had an idea of where they like what situation you needed and what sort of setting um and I was just covering just dead ground just like yeah and in an area that probably sees like a lot of divers so any if there was ever a cray there it was probably gone pretty quick yeah um 
but yeah, there's there's a photo I've got sat like saved in my camera roll of standing on the beach like holding up two crays. Like, there's, that was like yeah one of the biggest highlights of diving days ever was coming back to and I remember holding him up in the water still like a couple of hundred meters out and dad had the binos on the rocks and I can just see him just like fist pumping <laughs> as I'm holding two crays out of the water. Yes. Yeah. Was, what was the turning point where you know like it was cemented in your being like for life? Was it one of those things where like. Like fishing for me was like a slow burn. Like I've, I've, as long as I can remember, I've fished, which is why it's like cemented in who I am. Yeah. Or was it one of those things where you like try a heap of shit and then you're like something happened and you're like fuck that's me forever. Um. Oh, I probably can't put it down to like a, like a specific occasion or a day or anything like that. So probably. Probably the, probably the whole. It was probably more a location, and it was actually, as. Nah, give, like this often. give it this. Oh, it's, so it's, yeah, it's Eden. <laughs> so it's a place I actually heard Jai, I overheard him mm. talking about in um, that uni prac and I was like, man, Eden, that's my zone. I love that spot. And yeah, that, like it would be, um, we used to do big family like camping trips there and we'd just go like any seafood you could possibly think of was like on the menu. It was like you'd get abs off the rocks, you'd fish off the beach, you'd go and spearfish, you'd get oysters, like abalone, like everything. Everything just, does taste better down there. Because like, I probably there's better variety down there. Like up here, you've you've got things like mud crabs and prawn. Oh no, we used to get we actually used to get prawns in Eden as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's it is pretty good there. the fish not so much. Like fish are just down there are kind of like a um, there's not much variety to them unless you're like a really gun diver. Like learning in Vic, there's the fish are all quite similar. Yeah, um, you every, everyone sort of sh- yeah you do have to work for a hard few for them. fish and they're generally not very big. Yeah, if so you, that's why yeah. If you grow up like learning to dive up north, you're pretty spoiled. How's the like, like I think of abalone divers and I automatically think of like those <laughs> dudes that dive down in the like murk but on scuba mm. and great white sharks and shit. Moment I hear abalone shit. Like is, is yeah. it is like the commercial like side of things, it is a bit sketchy. But you can get like abalone, like Jai was saying, like they'll be in the shallowest of water. Um it's pretty – like, if you – it depends on the stretch of coastline and obviously the conditions that you dive in, but it can – it's a pretty good, like, like gateway into it, like, learning how to, like, look for the right shape and how to read, like, the bottom um, and know what to look for. Um, but, like, there's risks with it. You're in around, like, kelp and caves and, you can, you know, you can get stuck and that sort of stuff. So – but, obviously, they're, they're a snail, so they're not – they're never going to run away from you, so it's sort of a <laughs> – it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty easy starting point. Like everyone who mm. starts out learns how to find abs, and they're usually they're pretty abundant. Like if you if you go to a half decent spot, you can usually get a feed of abs, even if the weather's fairly average. So it's a good starting thing to start off on, and um, on a good day you might get a cray, but you know you, you'll always go home with some abs, and they're delicious too. They're all right. <laughs> I loved them. I they used, they were like a staple like camp food for us, and I yeah. guess what recipe spec. Oh, Give us some. We used to just faves. like slice them up really thin. Um, if you imagine, for like, those, it's, like, it's like a fucking basically. If you think of like half Surely a mango, so like is. if you imagine yeah. like taking the yeah. cheek off a mango, it's kind of like that. There's like a bit of like gristle, sort of tough stuff around the outside that you slice off, and you're sort of left with like a basically like the cheek of a mango, and you slice that up really thin. Some people tenderize it as a big whole chunk, but we used to slice it really thin. And then hit it with like a meat tenderizer. Yep. And then like flash in a like flash fried in a fry pan with like garlic and butter and mm. chili, and it's like cooks in like about thirty seconds. Yep. Um, yeah. 
It's pretty similar to squid, I it reckon. Is. If it's you like have richer squid. Yeah. And garlic butter is pretty good. You can't it? go wrong with that. You could Panko cook, you could cook a thong in it, basically, and it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah, we ate a lot of abs, so we... We probably overdid it for a couple of years, <laughs> and then after that, it was like, oh, all right, that's enough. Yeah, I'm like that with craze, man. Like up here, yeah, because they're like they're fucking average at best. Oh, just drop the dog off. Um, they're average at best, I reckon. Yeah, I yeah, don't get like that. Like I've never had like gone to someone's house down south and they're eating cray down there, or even like even like Northern Rock Lobster, like WA stuff. I've yep. always gone to like a restaurant or something and eaten it properly. But um, the craze here, are fucking, I've had them heaps of different ways and. They taste just like prawn to me. Like, yeah. when they're chopped up, I can't really tell them apart from prawn. But they're a weird. Hundred percent agree. Though. I agree. Like southern, any red craze, yeah. like you, you're on a winner there. Um, that was this whiskey just quietly. Yeah. Mm, really nice. Get around it. They were almost. Um, Hirsch, Hirschman. Huh? Me? No, I can't. <laughs> Yeah, Craze almost became like a bit of a um, not a a commodity. Aiden doesn't want a mic because he's shy. (laughs) (laughs) Hardly. (laughs) Give him the mic, he reckons. Do you want to hook up? Do you want a mic? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you're shy. Uh, Get him in on some of the stories because we've us three have done a couple. We've done like two or three trips together. There's some very funny trips involving the three of us. I'll time it until you boys start telling the story and then I'll plug the mic in and make a heap of noise. Um, but yeah, back to like Southern craze. They were basically like we used to treat them a bit as um, like Christmas gifts. Like yeah, when you think like at a hundred and at Christmas time, they get like one hundred and fifty bucks a kilo at like Holy. some which is ridiculous. When you think like a good craze, like two to three kilos. What a fucking painted mm. craze up here, like forty bucks, thirty four bucks. I've never, oh, I've, I've never even looked for them. Uh, hey. Yeah, not in the sorry, not like on the in the markets or anything. Um, yeah, we used to give them to like neighbors or friends or like you'd. Um, You'd go out, you'd try and find a weather window a couple of weeks out from Christmas. And <laughs> I gave Will, I gave, there's like the, the brand name, like the, the distillery from the whiskey bottle is like in this weird script writing and you can't fucking, I can't read it properly. <laughs> so I gave it to Will, he's Googling what the fuck it is. You can have a mic too, Will. Google Hoch Translate. Hirsch what? Hochstatters. Hochstatters. Low and slow, rock and rye. Is it low mm. and slow? Yeah, slow and low, slow and low rock and rye. Sweet and smooth. Rye whiskey, it's actually delicious. It is, it's really nice. There you go, Ados. <coughs> Plug you in. Thanks, you don't want one, eh? Too late now, you've talked it up. <laughs> he's going to be stitched up in some stories later regardless. So he's... <laughs> yes, actually, uh, we, need, yeah. we need the drunk Aiden at the beach story. <laughs> That's right. That's happening. There you go. But yeah, we did a lot of Christmas presents with the craze too. Yeah. So, um, Find a weather window, like... A week, couple of weeks out, and just start like chipping away at Aiden them, couple in the freezer. He's off it. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a test. Hello, can you hear me? Nope. <laughs> I actually can't. Is your mic on? No, no, up top. Go up high. switch. Yeah. Higher up on the shack. You got to turn. <laughs> yeah, really work it. Is it on? Yeah. Turn it off and on again. I don't know. Go back and forth real quick. <laughs> Won't turn on. Hang on. I'll sort that out. Keep telling your stories <laughs> so the people actually don't turn this fucking podcast off. <laughs> what do we get to? Um, I lost track of everything. Christmas time and Southern Rock Lobster. Um, Go to when you moved up here. Yeah, that's mm. when it all started to get pretty interesting, I reckon. What was the... You kind of got into the... Like by the time we bumped into each other at uni, you'd sort of started to tap into a few... 
mm. a few things like learning how to dive the tropics a little bit more successfully. I was still um, I was still pretty new to it all. I'd got out a couple of times inshore. Um, I'd never been to the reef spearing. Um, dove out of a couple of mates' tinnies and stuff that I'd met through uni and was still sort of finding my feet up here. But I remember in that lab you showed me a few bits of footage straight away <laughs> yeah. and the first thing that blew my mind was you were diving the reef out of a jet ski. <laughs> I remember thinking like this guy has some serious balls if he's <laughs> he's going – like I know Vic, um, in Vic diving off jet skis is sort of semi-common because yeah. most of it's pretty close to the coast and but yeah – yeah. yeah, it's probably yeah. a good starting point. The jet ski chronicles. Yeah, no, it was good times with the jet ski um, solo. Uh, I would usually take someone on the back with me. I do a bit of solo stuff in Victoria. Uh, well, we're back because I accidentally hit stop. And I, <laughs> adding another mic. And I added another mic, so Aiden's on. So yo yo probably, yo. <laughs> so we're probably going to just like hear from Aiden all night now, and the boys won't get a breath in. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so we sorry, got where did we get to? Jet ski missions. Yeah. Up so north. Yeah. I, what the I was, fuck's to go with that? Well, I was diving in Victoria and I was at uni, I was pretty broke, but I wanted a boat, couldn't really afford anything that was suitable for the area. So I thought I'll give a jet ski a go and yeah, I was, I was really happy with it down there. I'm um, right for now, thanks. You towed it up from Vic, yeah? Yeah, so I towed it, I had a Subaru <laughs> out back, filled it up with everything, towed it all the way up. and So for those that don't know, this is from... West Coast Victoria to Townsville, North Queensland. Yeah, good 33-hour trip. <laughs> Took a while, but um, yeah, and we got up here and I was, I'd taken it 40Ks offshore chasing tuna with a mate down in Victoria, which at the time we thought was pretty ballsy. Actually, let's um, flag that's, that for that's, discussion that's too. That's pretty legit. Just flag, that for, <laughs> flag those big yeah. tuna for discussion. That's somewhere down the track too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. So, um, and so I thought, I looked on the map and I saw that the reef was 40Ks off Lucinda and Everyone's telling me, oh, it gets pretty rough out there up here. And I was like, come on. Like, it's <laughs> we got like, down. So we got like 20, meter, 20 foot swell down in Victoria sometimes. And I was like, yeah. it doesn't get that rough up here. And I thought, yeah, it'll be right on a flat day. So we went up to Lucinda and went out. And yeah, it was got out there fine, went well, took uh, extra fuel in the back and then just kept going, I reckon we can go further and further. And um, yeah, we ended up out the back of trunk, like, you know, 85 Ks out on the jet ski. Um, yeah, right. And it got us back. So that was good. Um, first, <laughs> Will's in here shaking first, his head. Like, first, you, you should yeah, have died long ago. Balls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I, like, I was so familiar with Victoria, but I really didn't know much up here. So I went out, yeah, second trip out is when I shot my first fish. And I went out there, and there's so many fish up here, and a lot of them look pretty good. And I was like, I don't know what anything is. This is like, <laughs> it is too. Like, this you is going to be bomb And then it's like, fucking, like, the, where a you, dozen different species. Where you boys have been diving. And mm. you'd be able to, like, account for this because you, you were pretty new to the game too. Like, you dive down and then there's, like, a couple of trout. There's a moo or there's a few spangos. Like it's, Even the bait up, fish, you're yeah. like, uh, they're all, you know, rainbow pattern and they're all different when shades of colour. When you dive in the man, you can come across, like, you can hit a drop and lay down there and be like, fuck. What aquarium, like here? actual, yeah. like, yeah. Melbourne I mean, aquarium I, spec. Yeah, so I got out there and I was, I was, I was literally, I didn't know anything I thought. I need a system to figure out what I can shoot. And I was like, I reckon yeah, the only fish that are going to be, like I can be confident I can shoot are the ones that are going to be real cagey. And mm. so I was diving down and I was going on the sand and um, most fish seemed pretty friendly. I was like, oh, who knows about them? And then I spotted this school coming in on the sand. It was a school of spangled 
emperor and they were a little bit cagey and I was like, oh, this looks, they look pretty tasty. Like I noticed this one fish hanging at the you back. You smack one spango, <coughs> like first, second trip out. It wasn't a spango. There was a fish at the back of the school oh. and he was being real cagey and I was like, I was like, that you one, know you're that one <laughs> definitely has something to hide. I was like, I, I reckon I'd be pretty safe with that. And so I, uh, I dived down next to some branch coral and I sort of looked away, angled away, and they came in and that, that one at the back, he came forward enough and I ended up going, like, lining up, getting the shot, and I managed to hit it, pulled it in. Um, it's awesome-looking thing, like, red colouring on it, big eye, real good size. Brought it in, I was like, fuck, I hope this thing's all right to eat and, like, legal, and um, got back and it was a moo. That was the first fish oh, I shot on the reef. And, yeah, I was pretty <laughs> happy when I Googled it and figured out what it was. I was like, reads oh, that's all the good. YouTube comments that these are, like, one of the hardest fish to shoot in the tropics is just... Achieved goat status day one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, peaked way too Holy. early. Dude. But I, I think it was a bit lucky. But it, yeah, it worked out well. Like it, it definitely. Yeah, that's one safe way to. Yeah, know but it. like you dove it. Like most people dive move too. Like deliberately dive without having and to looking away from them and fucking. I took yeah. ages to figure. See, I was used to shooting fish like flathead or like leather jacket straight over the top. Straight, you can <laughs> catch them with your hands half the time. Like. So I was used first trip out the reef. I was like a kid in a candy shop, just seeing all these fish swimming around, and then chasing after them, thinking, "Oh, they'll just sit still, and I'll, you know, close the distance and put a shot in them." Happy days, and then you don't account for the fact that the fish up here are just so much smarter. Mm. Clean water, they see mm. you coming from a mile away, and it was like the steepest learning curve. Like the first few times diving the reef, just had to just like completely come back to come back to basics Got and. Oh, 100%. I got my ass handed to me a few times. Um, and so, yeah, those first few trips were actually out on the, the jet ski with Jai. We we talked about lining a trip up and found some weather windows and we, we made it out there on the ski. Um, the first time was actually out off, off Townsville here, which mm. is a, a considerable way compared to, like, <laughs> most other places yeah. up and down what the coast. What is it like? What's the brewer? We went to Lodeston, which is, like, yeah. 70-ish, yeah. 75. Yeah, sounds about right. So that's the first reef off Townsville. And I just remember, so we were like, it was a pretty flat day. We boosted out there pretty quick. Mm. Um, we actually saw a massive marlin free jump off the back of Maggie. Mm. We stopped for a toilet break, a toilet break, and a, yeah, probably like hundred and something kilo marlin free jumps, like you know, stones throw off the back of the ski, and we just lost the plot. Welcome to Queensland. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh. I was like, I can hear it through the mics, and it's a fucking. It's Aiden. Neighbors having. Is it a car? Is it a party? <laughs> I think it's a car. Oh, well, we got we got ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> ambiance. Someone's serenading tonight, <laughs> next door. But um, yeah, right. yeah. So we were like boosting out over this like purple water, like the most crazy blue, and coming from Vic, like you don't really get that blue. And then in like the flick of a switch, we were just boosting over like six foot coral How flats good is that shit? there's oh. long toms and flying fish going everywhere it, there's you can see like massive parrot fish just boosting and this jet ski's just like gl- like flying oh, so you, you over both the, went out on the jet ski yeah, yeah i'm sitting on the yes. back like hanging on to him and i just remember like laughing hysterically because the concept of like going over like 60 meters deep and the then concept ne- of flogging out for a couple of hours oh and then all of a sudden of you can stand up you can stand mm. up in that water and there's coral and fish life everywhere like mm. off there could just keeps getting deeper and deeper and then you hit the shelf and it's like nothingness. Whereas yeah. out here we were like 60 metres deep and then boom, yeah. six yeah. foot over coral flats and it was like the most insane like buzz I've ever yeah. had. I agree. It was, I was really surprising. Like you're going further and further out and you're feeling like a little bit like this is a bit dangerous and you get to the reef 
and you're like, this is so safe. Yeah, <laughs> this is, this is, I'm comfortable here. This yeah. is nice. It's friendly. Yeah, and like with the jet ski, you don't have a prop to worry about, so you can boost over yeah. like the real shallow water, stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a nice experience. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. We have to be pretty smart with gear storage and mm. space. Yeah, on how, there, that, how does that work? Did you have like a pod on or something? I put, um, I just glued up some PVC on the back. Made yep. earth. I had jerry gun rack can on jerry one cans. side. Had the gun. Had the gear bag. I think I just used the front of the jet ski. To put ice in there and use that like an esky, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it was it was pretty right. That's for the fucking trips. legit, man. Have you got any photos of? Uh, yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah some videos of, of it. All. That's fucking loose. Yeah, yeah. We did like we went down to Bowen and we camped man. overnight on one of the islands down there. Off we the got jet ski we got confident like, we way too it. fast. <laughs> we got way too confident way too fast. We did a couple of reef trips, shot a few trout, thinking, oh, we're pretty good at this. We know what we're doing. <laughs> That's fucking solid. We're right. coming back from the reef mm. with like three trout. Like we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> That's still sick though. <laughs> yeah. We decided, we'd looked on the maps and we'd seen at a couple of islands off Bowen and we were like, let's go and camp. With the jet ski, we'll go and spear around it. We'll camp on the uh, like overnight on that island. We'll come back the next day. So we like packed everything up, made the drive down the coast, launched it, sort of like lunchtime. Mm. Got out there, mucked around a bit, and then um, we realised we didn't have dinner. Mm. <laughs> so we're like, we've got about an hour or two of light left to try and like find a fish. Like pressure's on. We need to, like we're hungry. <laughs> So we've quickly like set up camp before it got dark and we've just suited up and gone for a swim off the off the beach, off the sort of like mm. coral, the fringing reef around the um around camp where we'd set up. We could not find a fish to it, save ourselves. It wasn't encouraging. <laughs> we we pictured this really picturesque, like full of fish life sort of spot and we yeah. got in the water. It had been flogged it, by it a cyclone, been, yeah, hadn't it? it a lot bubble. of the dead reef, yeah, it looked like it had just been like a building had just come down. It was a lot of just busted coral. We were talking about shooting fusies for dinner. That's how <laughs> hungry. We were like, it was grim. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and then it, the sun's going down. Uh, in, in the video that's on that um, island, you can literally see we're coming in as like the sun's dipping like mm. below the water. Mm. We're about to swim up the beach and then Jai just pulls through with a clutch trout, like basically <laughs> off the shoreline, flogs a trout and we were like, we're, we're saved. We've got dinner. <laughs> it's borderline dark. We're coming out of the water, like unsuiting. And we're like, right. We've got dinner. We're gonna have to let's get a fire going and start start cooking trout. That was one of the best feeds I've ever had. Yeah, that was good. We, is it because well. you were so hungry oh, yeah. and just like and we, desperate? Yeah, yeah. We thought we weren't gonna get it, so we we're pretty happy to have it. The um, <laughs> the second little hurdle we faced was when I say camp, I mean a tarp, and we're like, oh, we'll just sleep on the beach. Like that's a thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a beach. It was all coral. Oh. So we had nothing really to sleep on. Mm. <laughs> we found like a square, like three foot patch of sand and we strung the tarp up between some rocks. Cause on, on the, like on the jet ski, we just didn't have enough room for swags or like mm. real, we, it was bare essentials. Like we had one little like shopping bag that was all like our cooking stuff, food stuff. That was what we just went off. So we're like, we've set up and we're like, it's getting pretty cold let's just see how this goes. Like we're putting on all the clothes we've got and we're like curled up under this tarp and we're trying to get to sleep and it's freezing by this stage, like super clear night. What wetsuit on? 
it got to that <laughs> point. <laughs> it got, I put it on in the middle of the night. I put my wetsuit bottoms on and they were still damp, but it was something like it was another layer. <laughs> and I think we got, oh, I definitely did. I reckon I got about an hour's sleep that night. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty rough. Did you dive the next day? I reckon we were. Yeah, we did. We didn't do too well either. <laughs> nah. We, yeah. We, I actually think I shot a trout. I put it in the footwell of the, like, we oh, swam yeah. it back to the jet ski, <laughs> put it in the footwell, like, under all the anchor chain and the rope and stuff and kept diving. And there must have been, like, a bit of water in the, like, the little footwell. And this trout has, like, survived. I thought I'd killed it. It wasn't dead. We kept diving for the next probably, like, hour or so, I reckon. Like, would have been, it was a fair while. We get back to the jet ski and we're like, um, we were going to boost around to the other side of the island and I've lifted the rope up and this trout's just come back to life and just kicked out of the footwell and just launched over the side and swum off and that was the only fish we'd shot all day. Oh, shit. And I just remember Jai and I both looked at each other and we're just like, it's just not our day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not meant that's to be. That's a sick trip though. Like it's still like, you know, that's one of those things I was saying before where you'll never forget. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was like nice. It was it a was cool nice. island. Like it was yeah. wicked that's to just like... badass though. For like, two blokes from like... Basically, like suburban. Well, I was suburban Melbourne. To be Melbourne. Yeah, proper. <laughs> to be sleeping on a you like. What that shit up here? Yeah. <laughs> to be sleeping. Sunset on, cruise shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never let that go. Fuck no, I won't. <laughs> to be sleeping on like a, a tropical island, which is like what you dream of, like growing yeah. up, like diving in Vic, mm. doing an overnighter there. That was pretty wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So what? Um. Are you like sports? Spear fisherman, like everyone shoots for a feed. Like obviously, mm. if there's a trout that you shoot it, but are you out to target? I think like I probably sporting speak. fish. Um, Spangos move. Yeah, or tricky. Like fish around. that are hard. Like I'll I'll chase a I'll I'll spend Jobfish. an hour. Yeah, <laughs> don't bring that up. I'll spend like an hour trying to get within range of a moo for the like satisfaction of like making it happen. Where there could be a trout sitting there that's a gimme fish that you could swim down and pump but I'll like the trout's just as good eating if not better but I'll devote the time to a trickier fish just for that like long term is that where your connection comes in yeah the grind <laughs> in is, that what, is that why you're so connected to it <laughs> to what Hunt, like the, now. So the like difficulty of it the, mm, the challenge like you know what I mean like with bow hunting is that where you connect the two is that like you can go and shoot that hind and get a feed or you can be more patient and spend a week targeting a single stag and you prefer to chase a single stag, obviously. Aiden Depends. I'm, trout, I'm um, <laughs> yeah, if the freezer's empty, I'm like on a meat mission. It's whatever's first up, eligible. Um, we'll always like take it out. What as long as it presents. What's your connection between spearing and hunting? I love the process of it, like in the sense that um, you just get away from everyday life. I like the fact that you can like be in control of, I'm a lousy fisherman. Um, so spear fishing wise for me, it's very similar to bow hunting where like you see what you're targeting um, visually. Like I try and, I think I've got good peripheral vision. So I see a lot of stuff that like is just like hiding that yeah. I guess I'd like if I wasn't like, aware, I'd swim over. So I like going sort of slow, seeing stuff and being like, all right, cool. And then assessing like there's a trout over there, which isn't super hard or difficult to shoot, but it's trying to do it in a sense that it's like you've done this cool dive, done a cool stalk, got away from the reef so you're not going to like smash a shaft into it behind it, execute a cool shot and then just, yeah, you've secured like a meal. Um, 
yeah, it's a bit of a for me. So like, but I'm new to it all too. Yeah, so like a say. trout for me is like I'd, I would be happy to shoot a trout. So many trout on Yeah. But and I also probably don't dive. Like we went the other day. Um, and the first, the last time since then that I dived was like three months ago. So yeah. for me, it's like if I can shoot um, a few trout, like it means fish, I've a got a fish trip, yeah. a week of, uh, sorry, a fish meal per week sort of thing. Yeah. And then that, I'll mix that in with venison and whatever else, pork and whatever. Like I try and live off stuff that I've um, been able to like secure yeah. myself. You, your grocery bill would be fucking minimal. Meat wise, protein wise, it's very like, yeah, I buy the odd chicken to do like chicken curries and stuff, but yeah. Just like I'm we need to start releasing more chicken so we can just have like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a turkey spec. Yeah, we've got them running around campus. Yeah, what man, about in the bush, bush chucks? <laughs> legit, man. I don't know. Legit <laughs> Paluma is full of wild motherfucking chickens. Really? You go walking around up there, man, looking for jungle perch, and you'll look. There's like oh, legit just bush chickens. <laughs> man, Paluma jungle perch is fucking everywhere. <laughs> like, there's that many streams up there. It's insane. Help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Where yourself. have they come from? Are they what farms nearby? Chickens or jungle perch? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the chickens. But I don't know. I don't know. But I've been up there like a handful of times. And Tully's another one. Tully's Surely it's just like the farmers nearby, and they've just it must gone be man. Rogue. Like you're walking through, and you think they're like those little little scrub hen fucking mm. brown things, and it's a full blown chalk man, like yeah. full well, red. What do you call that red shit on their face? <laughs> That's waddle. Yeah, like oh, of course you know that. <laughs> What's it called? A waddle or a comb, I don't know. Yeah, probably it'd be, yeah. Kind of, it'd be, I feel like comb. Nerd. Yeah, I think comb's on top. Waddle must be this Like one. a full-blown fucking chicken walking through the middle of the jungle and you're like fucking 10 <laughs> kilometres in the middle of nowhere. Do you have a cast at it? <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like legit, it's a legit thing. Mm. Um, I don't even know where the fuck <laughs> the conversation is going. Um, Linkage between bow hunting and Yeah, so like how, 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 how many dive trips you done? handful? Um, now, like, so initially I first got up here for uni in like 2017 and would have gone maybe four or five times over a year. Yeah. And then had a long like hiatus from it where I'd, all my mates who had boats left or whatever, like yeah. just through uni, I didn't know anyone. Um, and then sort of met Ben this year um, or towards the end of last year. And this year we've probably gone, what, six times or something yeah, like that now? Yeah, a couple more. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you're I've still been, in like that honeymoon Oh, for me, everything's like that's the other day we went out yeah. and it was like I don't think I g up so hard just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I g up so hard. Like if the boys are like, oh, the weather looks good for this weekend. In my head, I'm like, all right, be cool. But also, boys, are we going diving? Like I'll send Ben a chat, message Aiden every two like hours. Just gonna, designated hype man. There'll be. I feel like I could show those videos, but they won't. Oh, they won't be with, like without no. seeing them. Long like, story short, there's a filter that makes you look a lot like Wade Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bald melon. Bald man filter with like beard, a little, little like um, stubble fucking atmos. It's uncanny. It's but so basically, good. Aiden will just put that filter on and send a video to the chat pretending to be Wade, just being like, righto, yeah. boys, like get your gear ready. We're going this weekend. Clear your freezers. Full did one. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, as a message from like Flow State, from Wade yeah. from Flow State. We'll be out of the, op- uh, we'll we'll out out of the office. office. <laughs> <laughs> We're flogging trout. And it was just daily. It was like weather update. We still good. Yep, awesome. <laughs> how did it, we even just, I don't even know how that seed even come about. I said to Aiden, I was like, Aiden, you've got to hype Wade up because you're the hype man. You'll get him keen and he'll commit early. And then no, we'll but I was go. keen the second you said the weather was good. I was like, oh, so we're going diving. And you were like, oh, maybe we'll see what Wade's doing. And then as the idea was already in my head. I, yeah, I was going I diving. I bought, I bought, Aiden, Aiden, was the key. Aiden was the key to convincing Wade. And the next second I hear that Wade's bought new fins, I'm like, Aiden, it's worked. We're 100% locked <laughs> in. The, we are going. I need to upgrade some fucking dive gear for years. But um, 
just been using. You love it for me. You love a good upgrade of some gear before a trip. Yeah, you like it because I can justify the severe expense for me, like, <laughs> this year diving selfishly has been like what i really look forward to like i love hunting obviously and bow hunting sick but with uni it's like i can't i very rarely get a whole weekend off or if i do mm. it puts me back for like the next month i can't do anything whereas diving it's like i can really really work hard and study throughout the whole week at late at night like do an extra couple of lectures each night and then take saturday off wake up at three to go diving, get home late, fillet fish, clean the boat, go to bed like at some stupid hour, wake up and study on a Sunday or vice versa. Well, you said, you even said that to us, I think it was on the boat trip home or something on Sunday. Was that like bow hunting, you sort of need to commit a fair few days. Yeah, So it's sort of hard to to do with study. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, do you have any like, like sporting style spearfishing aspirations? Yes. I've got heaps. Yeah. Heaps. Like, we obviously went out and you shot an epic fish. That's probably yeah. up the top of my list, I reckon. Yeah, oh, my bad. I, uh, <laughs> no, but like... Mad snake. How stoked was I when I oh, man. did it? I like, was fucking stoked because I had a cunt of a day. Yeah. <laughs> really, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, um, I don't think... I still don't have any particular aspirations. Mm. I, I don't. Love, I love yes. a fish that's like a, just a hard one. Like, I, there's a couple I'll probably get to them a bit later. But anything that's like... If there's frustration and stuff early on and then you slowly, like, you're getting closer and closer each trip and you're like, all right, maybe next trip it'll happen. Like, I'll learn from mistakes of last time. You know, we go to the right spots. We've done our recon. It might pay off this time. For me, it's been like a weird (laughs) sort of, like, journey where initially it was like, all right, you go on the reef, trout trout are, like, the most edible fish up here, like, super easy. They're inquisitive. You know, you don't have to be a great diver. They were always something that was really cool and, like, achievable. Mm. And, and like, like Fillers. actually going <laughs> back fillers. to, I think you guys touched up on the fact that like you dive Victoria because I'm from Vic two, and it's super relatable. Like you're shooting flathead in five meters of water where you're basically headbutting this bottom and it's all silty and sandy and you're like, oh, shit, a flathead and you shoot it and great work. You could have caught it with your hands. Whereas I remember my first like trip up to the reef here back in 2017, I borrowed a mate's gun. I didn't even have spearing equipment, had a rashie and board shorts and um, shot like... How good's a leg burn? And <laughs> oh, the back oh, of your board literally. shorts rub on the inside of your oh, fucking... Man. Chafing, man. all that. And then I remember the first like handful Memories. of trout I shot, I think I bagged out that day because all the rest of the boys were accomplished divers targeting like mackerel and stuff. They just weren't shooting trout. Mm. I ended up shooting a fair few and shot a 73 centimetre trout That's my a- <laughs> and was just like, holy shit, this thing like tugged me. I didn't even have a reel on the gun. So it like pulled me underwater. And I was like, holy shit, this is not a flathead. Like, and just like the clear water, I didn't realise how far the shot, not how far it was, but like how far away it was. And then that obviously made the fish bigger than what I thought it was. And just like perspectives were way out coming from yeah. Vic to up here. But I still like, am a sucker for trout. Um, but <laughs> Undisputed one of, trout lord of the southern hemisphere, <laughs> we call him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like learning curve wise, it's been sick diving with Ben um, and even Jai. Um, both of them have like been really cool in the fact that like they'll see something and I'll see them looking at it and they're sort of sussing it out. And a few times I've just like pulled the mask aside and been really inquisitive and been like, oh, what's that? Like you're looking at that black and white fish or that, you know, like I remember seeing the move for the first time and like I'd heard stories about him and stuff but never actually seen one. And then once these boys started like actually saying, yeah, that's a moo, like, you know, and giving me a few tips, it's like that's when I'm like, okay, now I know what it is. Because a trout's easy. You just go and you, smack you, one up like you did. <laughs> <laughs> tr- like trout are easy. I remember jumping in the water at 
my first dive ever and there were two at the anchor and I was like, oh, what are they? And everyone's Slot. like, yeah, shoot them. And I was like, done. From then I had like an obsession with trout. Just quietly, trout. anchor trout are a thing. Yeah, that is reliable. a confirmed thing. That keeps the noise, throw the anchor down, yeah. Yeah. let it hit sand. And I'll just carry an anchor around. Yeah. <laughs> just tap on rocks. Everyone's carrying, everyone's carrying flashes around trying yeah. to think that's a go and Jai's yeah. just got it dialed with an anchor. But like, I'll never forget the Spango with you where you were like, all right, here. That was a We're in a good day. zone. Um, we had, we had a proper meeting point. on top of that bomb. We were like, yeah. right, give you them a second. They've, they're going to circle back. They'll come to another lap of the lagoon. That's the spot you were just in. That's your, like, that's your good cover spot. Give them plenty of time. Throw a bit of sand. Hide your eyes a little bit. Like drop your gaze so they're not um, feeling spooked. And it was wicked, man. I'm sitting back like off the bomby, so I'm not um, in the fish's like, line of sight, but I can see Aiden and he's holding like good bottom time. And I can't quite see the fish, but I can tell off like Aiden's attention that he's seen him come in and just watching him like stretch out, slot, fish rolls over, you see it kicking around and he just comes to the surface and I'm just yahooing and fist bumping. I think you were more keen off. than oh, me, like excited than I was me. so stoked that paid off. But for me, it was like, like tasted good. massive. That was like a bow hunting moment <laughs> for me. Only they tasted good. <laughs> we just had a mad feed of Spangos and weight's already dissing yeah, that was <laughs> Because it was like diluted in coconut milk and curry powder. <laughs> Than, Will's Wong would have tasted good in it. <laughs> I, I can relate to that. I wish you didn't like, neck that. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to like, I see, I love all fish. Like if, like that moo was up there with eating um, spangos. I remember Tell us about that. the moo shot. Because she just I will after these. I'm sure <laughs> these boys have way better moo stories. But um, you have a cracker that made a video about. Yeah, that got real interesting. We'll <laughs> yeah, have to touch on that. that but yeah. I was going to say, like spangos, I'm definitely like love trout because they're just super easy to fill Same in. Stuff. Oh. Same but sis. <laughs> I really appreciate like everything <laughs> in the sense because like with venison, you've obviously got the backstrap there that's like one of the best cuts, and most people that'd be what they prefer. And then you take legs and you can do stews and stuff, which I find similar to like curries with the mm. spangos and that. So it's like everything's got its like place, and mm. I'm. You're massive on like trail. we've had sashimi from your max from your jobbies all that sort of stuff um singular <laughs> not plural <laughs> but it's like i think everything's got its place now you just got to yeah. shoot a legal one mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> i am um, yeah. <laughs> just circling back yeah. a little bit i learned heaps off jai early days because you'd you'd had a few trips um sort of head start you'd you had spangos and moo sort of dialed. Um, so to be able to like get out to the reef and watch how you approached fish, like that was mm. the biggest, like I'll attribute most of that learning, like just from watching you and watch how um, how you approached fish and what you could get away with and what was like just mm. a, an instant sort of like mood killer for them. Um, yeah, no, that's good. I was probably a little bit different in the sense you said you um, – sort of there were all these new species that you'd never seen before. Mm. I was probably on the other end of things from mm. watching like so many YouTube clips of blokes diving in the tropics, like looking at all the photos and the pictures and stuff. I was, that was like one of the biggest things for me was like seeing fish that I'd never seen in real life before, but just straight away knowing like, oh, that's a, you know, a red throat emperor. That's a, you know, um, fusilier. That's a Spanish, whatever. Mm. That for me was like such a, like a buzz, seeing all these new fish that you've only seen in like YouTube clips or in books and then um, being able to like ID them like confidently, like straight off the bat. Um, 
Yeah, you're my ID guy. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> me too. In that prack at uni, I found these massive fish under a ledge and I thought they were red snapper. That's right. And I oh, showed the video Jack. to Ben. <laughs> That's right, big, at the reef. Maybe like a 70 and an 80 centimetre jack. That's right, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Point blank. Back and I thought slightly. I'd better so, not pull the trigger. <laughs> was it, you, so you thought they were red bass? This is a pretty common... I wasn't common... sure, yeah. Because I, like, I just didn't know the species very well at all up here and I, I knew they were big and they looked good but I just wasn't willing to pull the trigger without knowing what they were and yeah, yeah that's right I, I remember being like since. man that's like about as big as Jack get yeah. <laughs> and you let him swim Didn't even and then Aiden on the other flip side of that coin diving the island seeing Jack and thinking they were red bass yeah <laughs> oh it's I think you're better off like just watching yeah, always on caution like, yeah makes me think caution. about Saturday <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that we had a bit of an item recognition class with um when you oh, shot your jack, ID. yeah, you shot your jack, Wade, and then I did the next dive as you were taking it back yes. to the boat. <laughs> Stone called Jack Killer. <laughs> See, puppy. Um, and then I did a dive and had two big old Mary Sea perch swim by within arm's reach and didn't shoot him because I wasn't 100% sure. Went home, looked at some photos and video. You were telling me on the trip home and everything you were describing, I was like, oh, man, I think they were MSPs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they were. Well, I actually, watched a video and it was 100%. I MSPs. was actually like, one of them weird sort of things where you know you just fixated on one thing mm. and even though the fuck they were MS, I saw one that I didn't like, I wasn't like super like, that's a fucking MSP, but I was like, oh, looks like an MSP. But like I was so fixated on that fucking Jack yeah. that I forgot. I Tunnel completely vision. disregarded the yeah. other dog because I was trying to dif- I was trying to identify whether it was a Jack or a red bass because uh, it was at a fair distance at the time when I hit bottom. And that viz wasn't it super wasn't crash. No, it was murkyish. And the bombie had like layers too. It, it was did. sort of shadow. It was like leveled, man. Yeah, mm. it was weird. It was, cool. it was a it's a fucking sick bombie. Well, I, it's one I of the was best diving way off it, and it the sand like it, where the bombie finishes, the sand sort of drops away too. So like Ooh. we could yeah. get we could get anything there. Well, Red Emperor in winter, are half a chance oh, on that man. too. Heaps of spangos, MSP, Jack, a trout. little trout, trout. Mm. a little trout. The he nearly copped it, but I didn't <laughs> want to pull the trigger. <laughs> oh, dear. Just going back to um, Jai had a really unique hunting technique for spangos oh, that yeah. I found hilarious, but it works. And yeah. that was, oh, you explained it, but it's actually adapted from a Victorian technique. Was it really? With, oh, yeah. it was with blue throat rats. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Shuffle under the table a bit more. Yeah, Just yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, Man, this will yeah. like, do your head in. You'll be like, so, you're an idiot. <laughs> there's, there's a fish I'll in Victoria. Like no, you'll think Jai's crazy for doing this. There's a fish in Victoria. He's already a bad motherfucker. <laughs> He's a jet ski reef motherfucker. He's good. Yeah, there's a fish called blue throat wrasse and the males, they, they're really bright and they're very territorial. And so what I used to do in Victoria, like they're all right to eat. Um, so on a day where things aren't going too well, I'd whack one and then I'd reload my gun Just and I'd like put it on the end. fish out here. Uh, yeah. not, I oh. see where this is going. The old decoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put it on the gun. Nah, and you start swimming the fish, and another <laughs> male comes and he gets real angry because he's like, "You're in my territory." And he comes up and tries to bite the one on the end of your spear, and you got an easy shot then. And then so I came up here and I saw the way the spangled emperor swim together, and I thought, "I reckon." Like I noticed. Brandy, this dude's fucking legit. He's, I'm going to take some like next level decoys. thinking. Yeah, he's oh, taking yeah. blow up. Like, no, nah, not quite. <laughs> the, like you'll, you'll see sometimes a stingray feeding and they'll come in and they seem to get really comfortable with the stingray and it's like sometimes there's one that it, 
it's the brave one and the others will follow it. So I was like, I just need that brave one. So you shoot one and then you just hold it up with your left hand and you just pretend it's swimming right in front of your face and the school comes straight in and then you just whack another. And it I'm works. I'm fanboy. Well, it works well. <laughs> I'm fanboy. There's like, there's like tactics and then there's next level thinking. <laughs> oh, right. Lee, I do you reckon so Trout will respond? <laughs> we're, we're 100% you can try it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, you you just got to watch with sharks. If there's a few sharks in the area and you've got this fish in your hand trying to decoy yeah. down the bottom, it doesn't go about very well. So sure you could use all. um like 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 a perspex sort of little thing and make it look <laughs> yeah, well, like I've, a yeah, I've, I've used like literally you know those balloons how you get those like lead sinkers and then mm. get a little piece of tape and yes. string it string like a little perspex. I just use like yeah. the little um like little sections yeah. of off my flash I'll keep Dark up decoys my, up and my um, mm. <laughs> like the rest of my um wetty and every now and then when you throw some sand and make a bit of like a bit of a yeah. screen, you can sort of reach through and hold hold that a was actually, mirror and glint it a bit. I, that, that's where that was really actually well like times. your spango on the weekend was nice to watch. Yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> to, I saw the whole. Yeah, <laughs> Rennie got a fucking stonker. Watch well, out, you'll start eating them soon. Yeah, <laughs> just start <laughs> shooting them because they're fun. I might even eat them just in flour, salt, and pepper. Never, <laughs> never. Um, no, it was cool knowing because I was like, Wade's on the surface, and I know he can see everything going on right now. It was he's, cool probably, he's probably screaming in in the back of his head like, "They're behind you! Turn around, you idiot!" And I couldn't do anything about it. It was wild because I seen you see them. I seen them yeah. when you seen them, and then you hit bottom, and they did. We were in like. We were diving, imagine the ledge, and then there was sand, and then there was this one single bommie in this big sort of sandy patch. And they swum, they were swimming sort of parallel with us, the same direction as us. So we seen them, Rennie dove, laid on bottom, started flicking sand. I was basically almost straight above him. And I watched the spangos go around this bommie and come, I'm doing it with my hands, I don't know. <laughs> but just come around this bommie and sort of come back in behind him. And I was watching him flick sand and stuff. And I seen him come back in, I'm sort of like bobbing there. And I run... A quite a heavy weight belt so I sort of need to constantly be slightly paddling to stay up and I'm like trying to kick like the absolute slowest <laughs> so I don't spook anything with keeping my snorkel just out of water didn't you have <laughs> so a mouthful breathe. of water as well in your snorkel that you're trying to you didn't want yeah, to I had I was like, I'm, <laughs> like trying to fucking not go and spit it out <laughs> that's a good dive buddy yeah. oh, because I was because, drowned for me <laughs> because, yeah and I had On it the in there because I was trying to stay afloat <laughs> Anyway, and I watched this thing go down and he shot it and it did that massive oh, fucking loop. U-turn and then came mm. back under me and I'm like madly trying to yeah. pull my Because you laid over on your side almost and shot it. Yeah, I did. Almost you shot could it see, In the GoPro footage, you can see like mm. both my fins are also in the shot too, which is a bit of a yeah, contortionist like, act. You, you rolled, like you twisted back <laughs> over yourself and shot it almost like back across the opposite shoulder. It was yeah, nice. They were not and it was the, one of the bigger ones too. Yeah, they were not in the position. I thought they were going to come in from straight ahead, yeah. but they ended up coming out from about a 45. That little sharky boy was mooching around for fucking like 50 metres. He, he was. He was I, I remember you got to the surface and you were like, oh man, that shark was pretty amped. And in my head, I was like, oh, he didn't look too amped. You were a bit, you were a bit like. It was half, it was half lit. Like, he was like, I'm, I'm reasonably savvy with shark behaviour. He was like tucking. Yeah, like he was. fins and like. Mm. I wasn't too, he wasn't up in anyone's grill too much. You know how um, they get like, they, they like, Sort of almost like they're going to hit something and they just dart. Real jerky. Like they're real. Yeah, yeah, he was doing that, but no mouth or anything. It's probably so. a good segue into probably one of the most, one of the more hectic shark encounters we've had. That. Which we've got. That's also you did that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I am I hard, boy, hard fanboying you, actually. We'll tell that story in a minute. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm mildly aroused. Yeah. 
Is, uh, it, is it weird if I have that one half from a chubby? Start, start no, fine. Probably start uh, off. Preface actually, it by saying oh, yeah. we were diving. <laughs> we were diving the tourist, which is never like a great start. From no one cares. <laughs> so we were diving. No one cares about my shark story anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, he yeah. buggered off. You chased him off, and he, yeah, I had he to dive didn't down really fish for didn't you. really. Give it a no, second. He saw, took one look fine, at you man. and was out of there. It's yeah. fine, man. I'll just be one of them unsung heroes. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, this incident with hey, did you shoot a jack? I did. <laughs> Stone boy. Are you going diving this weekend? This Saturday, <laughs> boy. I'm going to smack so many oh, little trout. <laughs> While Rennie's moving and pack unpacking his fucking house. Mm. I'll be living by Aiden and I won't be thinking boys. about him at all. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden will be, just briefly. <laughs> the first fish, he'll be like, this one's He'll be like, I can't wait to get this back to the boat to send a photo to Rennie. <laughs> I'll, shoot, I'll shoot like first of species with three different yeah. fish. I'll see a tusky finally and shoot one. And I won't be there to witness. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Basically, Jai's yeah. so, so hectic shark, <laughs> shark run-in. It started off, that video? the two of us... We couldn't find a third buddy, which we like to run three. So mm. we've got a boaty. So the boat's mobile, which is like pretty handy. Mm. Especially was, if there's this sharks. Post jet ski dog. Oh, yeah. So at this stage, Jai yeah. had upgraded to a rib. <laughs> yeah. Had, come back to ribs. Had the rib a bit with Fran. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really lucky that I had someone nearby in the water. That was a good <laughs> thing. Ben hears the gun go off and he's straight over to help. Well, it was a big move. So you've, you've, um, yeah. It was a good stalk. The whole thing was on footage, which was pretty cool. Big bottom time on a um, on a big moo. Yeah, tucked under the cave. And do you, yeah, do you want me to tell? Yeah, it? you yeah. go. Yeah. And I mean, you can tell your perspective as well, because yeah, for me, I, I went down. I knew there was a couple of moo there. I tucked under a ledge. It tends to work pretty well for them. And two of them came in. I managed to shot on one and got it. And as I came up to the surface, um, this shark came in, and I thought, all right, here we go. I want this fish, don't want to give it to you and got up to the surface and thankfully Ben's coming straight over and another shark came in and I didn't think too much of it, started pulling the fish up and um, I managed to get to the fish to me but the shark came right up on the surface and whenever they've come right up on the surface in the past, they tend to be pretty goey at that point and um, I think they were white tips and usually... I'm more worried they're, about black tips than white tips. They're the smaller tips. of the sharks, but man, their ego is like so disproportionate to their size. Like they've they've got yeah. such an attitude for really. They're not a big shark, but no, you but only really have to worry about them if you're holding a fish and you don't see them come in, because then the chance of like maybe getting a bit of a nip on the hands and they um, they comes into play. Turn 360 really quickly as well, um, so in 180. So yeah, I got up and. I thought, all right, well, I've got the fish in my hand. We should be all right here. Started swimming back towards the boat, but this shark just came straight in at the top at me, and I was like, all right, this guy's, like, pretty keen. So I pulled the spear out of the fish, and I tried to poke it with the spear and just moved around the spear and kept coming at me. So I was, like, kicking and kicking. I came back. You had um, the fish with one in your left hand, so yeah. you had one arm out of the water, basically, to protect the fish. So you're, you're down one hand, and you're also treading water like mad. Yeah, kicking backwards. Um, I was in the deeper stuff, and there was a lot of bommies there. So I came up over the bommie thinking that it would be fine. At this point, another shark had come in as well. Ben had sort of gotten over to where I was. I got in onto the shallow water. It was like a metre, a metre and a half deep. I thought this is fine. Like they usually leave once you're in the shallow water, but they were straight in on the shallows. Um, I think so that I, there was three at one point. Yeah, there was, was a blur of sharks. Oh, there was a tornado. <laughs> and yeah. I remember just like swivelling on the spot, trying to keep an eye on all of them at once. Yeah. Jai's 
prodding him off with a spear. I've got Jai's gun in one hand so it doesn't get <laughs> snagged up on the bottom and basically like tether him to the reef. I've got my gun in one hand trying to poke them off as well. And at the same time, I'm really conscious that Jai and I are basically like having a fencing match with sharks <laughs> between us. So I'm like a little bit worried I'm going to stab Jai with my spear as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I look over and Jai's got one shark in around his face and then one just makes a beeline for his feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... So I had the fish up in the air, out of the water. That didn't stop one of them. It kind of jumped up, slapped me in the face with its tail. But for now, that one was all right. And I looked down and the bigger of the two is trying to nip my fin. And his mouth is just about on my fin. And I'm like, nah, that's not happening. So I start kicking. And the first kick that I do, it just so happens that my foot stomps on the shark's head and pins it to the plate. (laughs) Coral, I'm in shallow enough water that pretty much my whole weight's on it. And I'm like, this thing's going to be mad when I take my foot off it. So I'm like, I'm not taking my foot off. I'm going to leave it on there. So I'm there trying to hold my foot on this shark. It's wriggling around like mad under my foot. I'm like, oh, this is going south so quick. And then it felt like a long time it was there. It was only a couple of seconds, I think. And it managed to wriggle out and swim off. And um, I was laughing hysterically <laughs> through my snorkel because I'm just watching this shark just basically get, like you can literally hear you getting, laughing on the GoPro. You can <laughs> in the footage. I'm like squealing through my snorkel because this is the funniest thing brilliant. I've ever seen. This shark's like quivering on the bottom, just being like gutter stomped <laughs> into the <laughs> coral flat. Yeah. Eventually, we managed to like yeah keep palming them off, and we got to the boat and um, jumped in, and we both just like sat there laughing for like a good five ten minutes. Like no way did that just happen. Like. Check yeah. yourself, like no, no, no nips anywhere. We're all good. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I've got a new respect for the white tips yeah, now. They're um, you. <laughs> that one, they're one to watch. Yeah, like, well, that one on Sunday, like I, I remember seeing that shark on the bombing before, and that was like fifty meters away. That's the thing. That mm. spot. So that particular reef, we dove with a couple of other people, probably mm. like a few months prior. South mm. one four eight. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. We'll post up the GPS. Yeah, for anyone who wants to go and get hassled by sharks flat out, we'll we'll let you know where it is. But basically we dived that spot like a month or two ago and we got hassled by a couple of sharks. Like they Mm. looked very similar. Yeah. I think some sharks actually got fed. They have white tips on them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's nah, that's the one. Same sharks, same size. Same attitude. Yeah, they're literally same bombing. Like that was where we like parked yeah. the boat both times. One, one did. One of them had a concave head yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was missing some teeth from where they stomped it. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, there was yeah. So someone, someone put some fish in the water and fed one of them, which was I not don't smart. know if it was the best idea. And that next, that was the very next time we went there. Same spot, same shark species, same size. So it seems like there's a fair chance it was the same one and Most that was likely. right up in our face. So it seems like it's probably not the best idea to feed them. <laughs> that was, yeah. yeah it's wrong. bizarre that like they'll f- there's spots where they will like take an interest in you and follow you. No fish in the water, no guns gone off, but they know like if they follow you for long enough, they'll get a free, like a, an easy, yep. easy feed. It's scary how quick... They hear that trigger mechanism go off. Oh, that just was, they just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, up. you're in pretty clear water, like yeah. up here. And then it's just like, oh, there's four sharks. Like, it's, it's really good to have buddies. Like well, I was out with um, Ben and Fran and I think we had someone else with us that day as well. I think we're on Lodeston and we're right oh, out the back. Right. And yeah, same sort of thing. We went down, Ben went down, someone, Fran had just shot a trout, Ben went down and... He had his back turned and this big bull shark, like <laughs> I reckon it was two and a half, maybe, yeah, two and a half metres, pretty round, came right in from the depths, 
didn't come too close to him, probably like five or six, seven metres away, had a look and then went away. And I was like taking a big deep breath to go down and <laughs> try and cover his six yeah. if I had to. And he came up and he, he didn't see it at all. And like he... Yeah, they, they yeah. if there's See, something Reefies, going on. Reefies are like come okay, in. but fuck man, but bullies and big bronze whalers and stuff. We've seen a yeah. handful of big like I think later in that day as well, we were there was a current absolutely ripping along this really steep edge and we were mm. almost it was almost felt like we were like wingsuiting, you know, those mm. videos with like wingsuiting along like mountains and stuff. It felt like that because the current was pushing us along that fast, like mid water. We're just like flying. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had Jai on my right and we were both sort of gliding along like through all the bait. And I've looked Past Jai, who was on my right, beyond him, and I'm sort of look. Hang on a second. Is that another? Per- no, that's a bull shark that's probably like three times the weight of his. And he, that bull shark was just gliding along, like three of us mm. in a line, all heading in the same direction. Bull shark did not take an interest in us at all. It just like veered mm. off slowly off into the depth. So they're one of those things. It's like they're always there. They know you're there most of the time. If you're lucky enough to see them, sometimes you know they're there. Any white heckles? Down like great white headers oh, down south. You'd have nah. a couple more stories. Oh, you'd, I haven't you'd know people that any, have, Yeah, definitely, have. definitely like the like you were saying about the abalone divers mm. earlier. Like when I was down in southwest Victoria, I was in the um, spearfishing club there, the Shipwreck Coast Skin Divers, and there was a couple of ab diving guys there, and they, a couple of them had seen them before. Like there's an island down there with lots of seals, and mm. yeah, one of the guys he'd he'd had a he reckoned five and a half metre female come Big up lady. past him while he was on hooker and, yeah, he reckons he touched the side of it. Um, I would have been hiding under a rock man. myself. But they, they get around. one of your I, goals, isn't it, Wade, to <laughs> swim with one? I want to do a big tiger, man, like Ryan Bourne. Yeah, yeah. I really – because I don't find them – Tiger seems better than white to I me. Feel, I yeah. feel like they're like heaps chill. You say that, but like oh, – I remember <laughs> saying that about like a bull shark until I saw it turn on a dime and try and – you know, yeah. you've got to judge the situation. That day, yeah. even reefies, I, like, I remember being like, oh, reef mm. sharks aren't scary. And I then feel like you any see shark's bad on, any, day, on, a, on a, any certain day. But I feel like yeah. bull sharks are more likely to be fucked up. Yeah, I've, like, I've they're the most aggressive so I've seen for no I've reason. I've never lost a f- – I've not had one get proper aggro and like, or like try and take a fish. Like, I, I feel like they're territorial or something fucked up because like – I've heard stories, yeah. I know they can just be in a really cranky mood. Yeah, you see always always hear about dudes getting lit up like under jetties and shit like – that's the thing. I think I think clear reefs, water. Like there's there's reefs off like the backside of the reef we dove on yep. Sunday. Yeah, I've heard is hectic bad for them. I've like, heard that too. From well, there's been dudes, reef. Yeah, two or three years. Well, ago, every year, bitten. every yeah. year someone gets towed yeah. up by one on the backside you know, of it. Sam Harris, but yeah, he was telling me they've jumped in there and had them just charge them as soon yeah. as they got in. So the I water. wonder if it's like a territorial thing or it's Wouldn't like a prop, breeding like, thing or what. I personally think in clear water they're a lot more relaxed and chill. I think sharks or like great whites, sorry, are worse because there's this whole persona. Like it's blown out of proportion where they're like they the do biggest, eat, baddest fish in the sea. They do eat seals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem. Like we like seals are pretty big. <laughs> we look yeah. at like seals. They're diving in deeper water though. So it's more of like, because I feel like if you're diving in 10 metres, a fish, a shark can't generate a heap of force and like you oh, I don't know. <laughs> they do, they do. Didn't they do get bumped? In, like a tiger. They got bumped a couple of years ago by a big white in like next to nothing. Oh, really? He did yeah. like a, but. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, I'm just saying that there was like this video of this guy was on his phone. He was like, we're diving to this drive. Did you ever see that? It was Daniel Wayne. I'm not sure that I did. He was yeah. like on his phone, like doing on his face. He's going like, I'm going to this place. Going to try and, we're going to try and dive this, shore dive this 
spot, whatever mm. spot it is. He says, it's known for like big whites. I'm going to see if we can see one. Mm. And um, I remember him like it was green, like it looked fucked. Mm. Um, shouldn't even been in there. But he was in there fucking around and it was maybe like three or four metres deep. And like you could see this shape like far away and then nothing for ages and then the video fades out and comes back in. And then he's fucking mooching around looking for whatever he was looking for, I can't remember. But And then he gets like, like bumped by it and didn't even see it. Yeah. And it goes and it comes back around. It was like, I don't know how big, but it looked like a three, three-ish, four-metre shark mm. um, in very, very shallow water. But I wonder if it was just in there because I think they do hit like, I know the ones that hit seals are like come from the deep. There's that video nowhere, where the guy on Instagram got charged by a shark and it's just, it's scary how quick it comes out of the depth. Like yeah. it's blue yeah. water and you know when you see like the light coming through and it's like, it's barely penetrating the actual depth. Mm. Like it's so dark and blue. And this shark just comes up and like he does well. He just had his gun there basically. Mm. I don't know if it hit the gun and oh, he's shot shame? by is that accident. that fella yeah. from Vic? Yeah, that, that was shame. But did, the gun goes off, doesn't it? And then it, the shark yeah. just like It basically open down. mouth, like yeah. it come, It hits the gun, open mouth and basically like kills itself on the end of the gun. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Just, yeah. but that was like Ridiculous. 100% coming out of the depths to yeah. eat him. Like yeah. that was an that was, yeah. that was, that was, yeah, territorial yeah, thing. And then did you ever see the other one where it was like a second person video and it was old mate, someone filming a guy. Yeah, another one. And he spins around to look at the bloke that's filming him and this mm. white comes and like hits he him. Misses the, his head by like, like an inch. Uh, almost yeah. with the bottom jaw. Like <laughs> yeah. just like whiffs him sort of thing. I've had black tips do that to me on the reef. Yeah, right. I don't know what, what it's about, but yeah. So yeah. I guess they're just getting really close, just yeah. sussing you out. I've <laughs> never had any hectic, like I've had ones that have been hectic, like fish grabbers, mm. but I've never had any, one, any that have proper like been weird. Yeah. I've, I've like, I've seen a few where they've like sort of, made me get out of the water because they've been like darting around being fucking yeah. fin tucking and like acting sort of aggressive but mm. never had any like come in and shake me up. Yeah. Thank I think God, touch wood. <laughs> how many hours you spend in the water, you know, eventually yeah. you'll bump, come across all sorts of things. And like Shane who had that shark come up and he put the gun between him and it and it went in, in its mouth, he also was diving down off Port Ferry in Victoria um, going for the tuna and they had a 60-litre float with them. They were doing some filming for a TV show they were working on at the time and a white smashed the 60-litre float right in front of them and they just got straight back in the boat. So he's, he's been I, – I think he's spent a fair bit of time in the water but he's yeah, seen a few yeah. sort of sketchy encounters. But it, like, it's just a numbers thing, I think. Like if you just spend enough like, time, you'll, you'll I think it's one of those things – Every Like the first question you always get asked, if like the topic of spearing gets brought up <coughs> and if someone that's maybe not sharks. as – Is like, oh, do you, see lot, do you see many sharks? And like the simple answer is if you're diving in the tropics, you see them every trip, mm. probably multiple a day. And if you think of like the amount of times like you see a shark – where it is, if it's chasing a fish of yours, if it's just cruising, think how many times you have just like a an innocent just encounter mm, versus like the time mm. yeah. hunting. Like yeah, you know exactly. they're there, respect them, don't yeah, obviously yeah. go and, and annoy them, don't there's so many fish steps. in front of them. There's so many steps you can take with like good buddy diving, like Jai mentioned before, just that extra pair of eyes. Um, mm. And also that sort of extra like presence in the water. I find um, you can sort of bully sharks off a fish if you've got a mate, like a, a another person or, or two um, buddies with you, you can sort of um, assert a bit of like dominance over the situation. They feel outnumbered and their their confidence sort of just goes through the floor and they um they'll sort of they'll retreat. 
Um, but yeah, honestly, like it's always a risk. Like you, you take that risk every time you, you go for a dive. Um, you know, we know it's it's not our. Shallow water blackouts way worse. Oh, in the in the I think by the numbers in the risk, Yeah, mm. in the in the scheme of um, what can go wrong, diving sharks, they seem like the obvious first point mm. of call, but they're pretty far down the list. Like, it's like boat, even just boat strikes, man. The yeah. amount of like, if you think of like Port Phillip yeah. Bay, how busy that is, and how many people do or nearly get run over by boats and jet skis, that's way worse yeah. than sharks. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, shallow water blackouts always worth, and like with you know the recent events up in Cairns too like even just knowing the currents and being mm. aware of that like Ben and I have been out and I've got caught up with a fish and ended up on the shallows with a fair bit of current pumping and it's not a good feeling when you realize that you, you're having a kick and use your arms to make any ground on it so there's there's a couple of those risks that you, you don't think about a lot but they all need respect yeah Mm. It's just like we've we've probably developed like a pretty good buddy system and like running a boaty that's pretty on the ball and uh, like probably early on diving from a jet ski that was anchored was probably a little bit naive of us but it's one of those one of those things that's like a learning curve. Mm. Um, Do you need a piss, Jai? No, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you're, <laughs> you're real like fidgety. real like fidgety, and I'm like, oh, this poor bastard probably needs a piss. No, no, thanks for checking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those things like we've we you work on it over time and with experience you sort of you develop a pretty good system that's that's pretty safe and and more effective too. Like diving is a, a close pair. You you see more fish, you land more fish. If your buddy's on the ball, it's a lot more efficient and you can sort of maximize your time on the water that way. Mm. Yeah, and in those in those times where something's un any scary blackout uh, stories. Not for me. I've been like the main thing Hyperventilating is, is really dangerous. Like, from what I understand, your body doesn't actually read your oxygen levels in your blood. It reads the carbon dioxide. I suspect it's the acidification from when those levels go up. And so if you hyperventilate, you bring your carbon dioxide levels down, like, further than they would normally be. So you, your oxygen levels could be lower than your body understands yeah. them to be. And that's where a lot of risk can come into it. So I've always done a really really relaxed but minimal breathe up just to try and reduce the chances when you're in the water or pre getting in the water when i'm in the water so so before the dive so i'll yep. generally do really relaxed shallow breathing like you would if you're sitting watching tv or something mm -hmm. and they then, call it just is it tidal breathing just whatever's like like your natural resting yeah breathing rate because basically anything or my understanding of it anything that's um like super deep and super long is actually a form of hyperventilating it can be they, they, I've heard like I'm sure there's different uh, definitions out there but I've heard more than five breaths within a minute classifies as hyperventilating but it's that's still a bit of ambiguity in that because it depends how deep your breaths are how quick and yeah. slow and so everyone everyone's different like yeah. they'll have a you know it's someone that's you know fitter and maybe has like a better like endurance base or whatever is going to have a basically it's just knowing your knowing your limits and mm. But, but I find like shallow breathing right beforehand, really calm your heart rate down. I'll usually do half an exhale, sort of an eight or maybe even a light exhale, 80% inhale, full exhale and then full inhale and then go down. So I've taken sort of two biggish breaths right before the dive and I find that's pretty good. <laughs> you can definitely Probably the biggest, I think the biggest Old thing is like a proper recovery time it, rather than like a, yeah. a really regimented breathe up is the rule of thumb is like, or that I try and stick to is like minimum of 
triple your bottom time. So if, if you do a mm. dive for one minute, I'm not even thinking about a dive until I've been on the surface for th- even probably more than that, three, four minutes relaxing on the surface. I'm bad for like having a dive and then like getting up and being like, oh, that was a good dive. Oh, shit, trout. <laughs> Send it. <laughs> Bang, straight back down. Like yeah, you can yeah. do it with trout, I guess, because they're generally like half come out towards you out of the water column a little bit. But um, like those more like mysterious species, like the stuff that are hiding, you need good bottom time to yep. be chilled. And, and you're, better off, you're better off taking your time and, and actually doing it on a proper breather when you're, you can get your maximum sort of like the max out of that dive rather than sort of rushing a, rushing a um, bomb diving them and spooking them off and then they're not coming back at all. So typically mm. if you like sit off them and you give them some space, they're going to stay there. And then you can it get takes a me a long time to mm. get sort of like comfy. And I, I remember it looked, took me a lot of diving to get comfy. I used to get really uncomfortable with pressure. It's mm. so like, you know when you hit, start hitting like around 15 yeah. and it, like everything's real squashy. Real tight. Yeah, in yeah. the chest. Yeah, everything yeah. feels, real, you get that real weird feeling. It's yeah. one of those um, things you've got to like, it's a super slow process. Yeah. Like if you try and push like your depth, like progression too fast, yeah. it's one of those things that like never ends well. No. Nah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it feels like for me, because I had the same thing when I start, came up here, I'd probably never done more than, 12 or 15 metres in Victoria and then coming up here doing a bit more around 20 and it feels like your lungs, they, they shrink down under the pressure and it feels a bit like you've exhaled and because you know you're so far down, it your feel- brain goes, oh, we shouldn't be exhaling right now. Even though you haven't, yeah. it just sort of has that sensation. I find that's one yeah. of those mental things to get past. It's a weird it's a weird thing and like you don't even need to be like, you're a little fucking bitch. You stay, uh, keep your ass down here. It's like, no, nah, you're good, man. <laughs> you're good for a little bit. You're good for a little bit, and then yeah. like control like your like like convulsions, contractions, contractions. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like them diaphragm contractions. Yeah, and you can find like you can actually turn them off for a, a little bit anyway. Like, yeah, I, I find I can. Like I can turn yeah. them off. Like I get one, I'm like, no, 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 I'm yeah. good, I'm good, and then it'll just stop happening for another ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty seconds. Yep, and then they start like coming a little bit hard, and you're like, eh, probably time to start thinking about come back up. Yeah, yeah. And the best thing about like spearfish is you can kick like fucking like shoot up at the top. Like I think I seen I, I seen you, you might have pushed it a bit hard one of the day. Like I was I was Bodie and I seen you pop up like a fucking rocket ship. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> did you? Oh, Probably, that was because yeah. he had a trout in his hand. It's like, it, yeah, boys. It, it might have been. I can't remember what what dive what, what drop it was. You were diving with Rennie and I think I was Bodie. And you come up like a bloody like a float. Like you just went, whoop, <laughs> straight up vertical. Probably there so, are times when like you must especially like, clear water. Yeah, I yeah. remember times being like getting a good breather, feeling real comfortable, seeing a trout on the bottom and you're halfway down, you're like, I've kicked at least like five or six times and yeah. generally that means like at least a couple of metres um, and then you're like still halfway to the bottom and you're like, shit, get to the and, bottom. And that trout's getting really big. The trout, all of yeah, a sudden. the trout's bigger <laughs> and then it's like starting to get a bit cagey so this stalk goes for like, you know, 20 or 30 seconds and then you either shoot it, fight it for a bit, and that's when you start. I obviously can't control my breathing once I've shot a fish. It's sort of like quick get it out of the bomb, get like, you know, get a bit of a hold on it, start like working out, mm. getting back. Um, it like, yeah. For you someone can, that doesn't dive a hell of a lot, like your really breath regularly. Fucking insane. Your yeah, composure and your technique and stuff is really good. Like you don't lose yeah. much form at all. You could you could go dive and just not talk to the, like I'd go diving with randoms and not talk and then they would be like, legit, legit. Like, you're like a, a consistent was, diver. Yeah, Look, last time I went diving really clicked for me was when we would um, I hadn't been out for a few months. Um, I haven't been out for a few months since then, but like 
I remember like I'm normally pretty fit and because I did placements and stuff in the territory, I'd spent five or six weeks over there and didn't like go to gym, didn't, was running like once or twice a week if I had spare time, but it was just like early starts, late finishes for placements. So I sort of like was out of fitness, came back and like first weather window was just like during the week, midweek, I took uni off. Ben's like, let's go diving. Did that and had the best day diving ever. I think it was just because I was so keen and just like relaxed too though. Like yeah, once yeah. I, I'm real keen in the G up to a dive trip and then once I'm out there, it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, just business. Yeah, yeah. Game face on. So, But that was like real rewarding having it finally like click. We did a few like sort of maybe a few weeks apart. We did a couple of regular trips and it was cool to sort of like every trip we'd come back and sort of have a bit of a debrief like during the cleanup. And How good is it to see other people's progression when you're in like your little niche that you've been doing for a fair while? Oh, man. You see someone you come we'll into get it and to they're it. like... Mm. You'll, you'll have to tell a story of your first move, but we'd we'll, basically we'll been... go like move, except me, but move story, move story each. We'll sure. um, start yours off, Aiden. That one, we're not going to say where it was because it's secret. <laughs> <laughs> in the ocean. But, go back to... Can I, I've got one question actually. Can we go back to the whole... Aiden mentioned it before, which what clicked into my head is um, kicking on the way down. Mm. I, I'm i not super experienced either, so I could be completely wrong, but I like to run slightly heavy mm. so I can do like two or three kicks and then just I just glide yeah. and hit bottom. And I find I get better breath hold doing that than slow kicking down. Yeah. So I like to be the opposite uses. personally because I like to be able to float on the surface fully relaxed, like not kicking at all. Like you were saying before, when you're watching yeah, that yeah. stalk, you sort of have to keep finning. I like to be able to float perfect, like not – so I prefer to be underweighted, so a little bit too buoyant, especially if I'm doing like 15s to 18s because yeah. from about – everyone's like body composition is a bit different, but I'm pretty dense. <laughs> so I I can glide running the weight setup that I run from about – And what is that? Four, so I typically run like a one and a half mil suit. Sometimes I'll go a slightly thicker jacket, so a three mm. mil. And I pretty much always will use only two weights. So two, three yeah. pound, which is a so fair I'm, bit less. So I'm 1.5 and three. <clears throat> and you're using, three one whole, you're, so you're using 30% mm. more weight than yeah, me. So three, three one pounders. So mm. I'll, go, I'll go two weights and I'll double the thickness on my top half basically. Mm. And I mm. find, yeah, from like, oh, I can lie perfect, like fully prone flat on the sand in the bottom in like four or five meters still. So yeah. I can be gliding from like, two, three metres down. So I can free fall basically the whole way mm-hmm. but still be positively buoyant on the surface and I also know that those those first few kicks off the bottom, say if I've done a deeper drop to like 18 or deeper, those first few like kicks of my ascent are a lot easier with two weights as opposed to three. Yeah. You ever get that feeling where you, you push you off the bottom mm. and you're like, oh, this yeah, is... Yeah, I've got to work I'm working here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want my ascent to be the easiest it can be. What are you, Joy? Yeah. I actually change my weight most days out there depending on what the ground I'm on is. And usually like the, the rules I run off is depending on the depth between five metres and half, five metres off the bottom or halfway to the bottom, depending on the depth, I aim for neutral buoyancy. So if I'm in four metres chasing, chasing trout and craze, I'll, I'll go pretty heavy because I want to be neutral around two metres and I want to be heavy on the bottom. There's nothing worse when... You're and trying you keep, to like, hold fish, yeah, and that's you, what and I like, hate. When it's like, a full yeah, real flighty fish, it just it won't work. So yeah. I load up pretty heavy in shallow, but as soon as I go deep, I'd start dropping them off, leave them in the boat because, yeah, around five metres from the bottom, 
it's nice to be able to just glide for that last little bit of the descent down. Mm. And then the same on the way back. I don't like that feeling of really heavy when Having you're going to come back up. And it's good. I try and really control my dive. So on the way up, I'll try and kick for half the way up. And if I'm weighted right, maybe half to two-thirds of the way up, I'll stop kicking and just glide with the momentum. I like trying to push my breath hold that way. Not like <clears throat> not silly push it, but like I like trying to come up nice and slow and steady and consistent, yeah. a consistent to see where my breath holds at and get a little bit more like training while I'm diving type thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If like a bit more works. form and composure. Yeah. Like not not a um not like a panic rush to the surface. Just yeah. sort of like focus on your finning. Yeah. Streamlining all those sorts of things yep. that that make it a bit easier. Along what the do way. you run, Aiden? Weights. I'm similar to Rennie. I think I've got yeah. two um, and 1.5s. Yeah. Even through winter because I'm tough. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't um, handle the cold water. Um, no. Nah. But the kicking on the way down is definitely a thing because I used to waste so much energy and oxygen just fanging it down yeah. to the bottom yeah. for no reason. Uh, so like, a, I'm a like, slow descent, while it's it seems like counterintuitive that you're taking longer to get down there, you just you stay way more relaxed. Also, you don't spook the fish. If you can tuck tuck your gun in nice and close, tuck your chin and just get a nice streamline and glide most of the way down, it's way less um, like intrusive for any of those like flightier fish. So if you can, yeah, get that sort of free fall as, as much as you can and, um, yeah, you'll just maximise your, your dive time overall, I think. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I've got a story I wanted to bring up with you that's probably one of the sketchier things we've done up here. Yep. And it involved diving oh, yeah. a very local spot <laughs> in the middle of winter because we wanted to shoot a barra. <laughs> how, much, how many details are we going to give away? I don't oh. mind. I'm, a, I'm happy to well, go. I won't say. Oh, we've seen people spearing there. We won't say exactly where, but if you can figure out, there's not that many places where there are stinginets local yeah. to Townsville. And mm. that's where this story took place. <laughs> so basically it was... Um, all through winter, we'd been keeping an eye on the visibility in shore, trying to pick a day where we had like a bit more viz to make these um, couple of spots diveable. Um, and we made the call. We're like, right, we're going to do this. We'll suit, we'll suit up. We'll get in the water and just see how we go. Try and um, try and crawl along the bottom in you know a couple of meters viz and try and spot a barra. Um, I'll let you probably take the story from here because yeah, I think <laughs> I'll chime in where my perspective was from memory. We did it over two days because didn't That's we? That's right, we get, did two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went out the first day and it sort of became evident that we, well, the lifeguards basically said, get out of here. And yep. we thought, well, all right, then we'll get out of here. And we came back a bit earlier the next day. Yep, <laughs> before went, the shift before started. Before we out of bed. And um, yeah, we went out and creeping along. And I think they were you, along, we're along the back of a sting in it, basically, where there was like a lot of. Um, like pr- the water was just like thick with prawns. Yeah, and ben, I think Ben, you saw a barra first. You dived down, yeah. you came up, and you're like, "There's a barra." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, what?" So and what I'd seen, I was crawling along the base of this stinginet, looking up into the light, trying to see the silhouette. And I've actually looked through the net, which was on my right hand shoulder, and on the inside of the net, there's just a silhouette of this big barra sitting mid water, <laughs> and I just like. My, all my composure just went out the window and I've just <laughs> rocketed to the surface and just like scrambled to get the words out of like, Jai, there's a really big barra, but it's like it's on the inside of the net, like that way. And Jai didn't waste any time at all. He's just ducked off straight down. I've just watched his fins just like disappear. We're in like three metres of water and I can mm. hardly see him on the bottom. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, we should <laughs> add that the 
people do swim around the stinger nets and we were very careful to make sure that there was no this one This was on daybreak swimming. and the whole enclosed swimming nets was empty. Yeah, we'll we, we were watching it with that. that. <laughs> this, but, it sounds really sketchy, but it was deserted. We had it yeah. to ourselves. Yeah, but yeah, it went down and sure enough, the silhouette came in on the other side of the net and the holes in the mesh, I thought, yeah, that's fine. I can shoot through that. So I lined it up. The thing actually... <laughs> Went, yeah, it went out of visibility by the time I got the gun lined up, so I shot where I knew it had gone. And fortunately, there was a weight on the end <laughs> when I brought it back. Oh, I just hear Jai's gun go off and his reel, you know, the sound of a like, yeah. mm. uh, gun reel just like peeling line. I'm just like, you're kidding. He's hit the thing. <clears throat> and I'm like, he's rocketed to the surface. He's like, man, I plugged it. We're on. <laughs> the next second, he's put his like, like torso up over the, the floating pontoon that holds the net and he's just like, like a seal. It was just like porpoise dived over and like forward rolled and then just Super quick and inconspicuous so no one like could see. Navy seal spec. <laughs> and then it just all one goes quiet. Motion. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just like floating with like just my eyes out of the water, just like, where'd he go? Like what's happening? <laughs> Has he got it? Next second, barra tail just flogs me in the head as he just throws <laughs> it back over the net at me and porpoise dives back over. And I'm just... Bear hugging this barrel, like, going like, no way, this has not just happened. <laughs> How big was it? Like a good fish. Yeah, like it was high in the 70s 80s. or oh, 80s, yeah. I think. Somewhere around there, yeah. Not like it was solid. And then, yeah, we were just like, right, let's get out of here. I'm like <laughs> nervous as all hell now. Like, we've ticked this box. <laughs> we're never doing this again. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so we, we did, we even did duck dives to sneak on away from the net. That's right, we did. <laughs> we were <laughs> fully stealth. Attention. We were like, yeah, we're getting in and we're getting it done and Wrap, we're getting wrapped out. It, up in the, it was perfectly legal to spear there. People dive there all the time, but we've like wrapped it up in a wetsuit as we've carried it back to the car and <laughs> yes. keeping it under wraps. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, not in a hurry to do that again though. It was nah, way too sketchy. Because they do see crocs there. Yeah. yeah. Many crocs there. Moose stories. Well, I've moose told two, I think, moose because story. my first fish first was a moose story, oh, yeah, yeah, and true. that shark, shark story was a moose story. Yeah, so true. happy to. How many moves you shot? Oh, I've shot a lots. few. I, I've I've had some rough days on them as well, um, but yeah, I've 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 had a, yeah, a few most trips. Yeah, it's usually usually some form of they're around. I go down, I find some overhang to get under, <laughs> wedge myself as deep under there as I can, and sit and wait and hope for the best and sometimes yeah. it works sometimes it doesn't I had yeah, one about ben? one cracker day um, pretty sure you were out there I think so it's the day um, Strick came and boated for us yep yeah so we were like in the lagoons for a fair bit super fishy day it was like one of those like real aquarium days schools getting around this lagoon of like mixed in with like red bass permit spangos moo heaps of stuff going on um and there was this like mega school of moo. I don't think I've ever seen them in a school of upwards of probably like 30 before. And I sort of just had to like calm myself down and be like, right, if you play your cards right and like take your time here, you're a pretty good chance of like getting one because, you know, as a, as a school, they're probably going to be a bit more confident together. Um, and something I picked up from you, like you just touched on before, Jai, was getting like as a bit of cover and as much um, in shadow especially because they find it you can't quite see um, into the shadow but from mm. the shade you can see out really well yep so yeah tucked in sort of under this ledge a little bit and just left sort of one shoulder sort of sticking out just enough that they there was something for them to see and try and pique their interest um, and with moo I've found there's a few different techniques you can do to like try and pique their curiosity a little bit and the two I've found best for moos 
scratching a bit of coral together, like crumbling rocks or coral together, um, and puffing a bit of sand like a stingray is feeding. Did a bit of that and, um, yeah, had sort of one particularly good fish sort of shoulder its way through the school and present a, a really good shot. Um, and, yeah, pretty straightforward shot, plugged it, um, took it back to the boat, high fives, everyone's pretty happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, went back, found the school again. They weren't too spooked. Basically identical dive. So that, sorry, that first move that I shot was a new PB. Like that was mm-hmm. well and truly the best move I'd shot. And then, um, yeah, a little bit further up the lagoon, same thing. Fairly sort of um, uh, like long bottom time. Um, that particular dive I spent, <laughs> I look back on the GoPro footage, it's probably about 20 or 30 seconds of just sand grains because I've got <laughs> my face like angled down, pressed into the sand. Um, I find Moo and a lot of other fish, they they get a lot more confident when there's that broken eye contact. Um, I think they're really, like, they've got a huge eye. They've got really good vision. They're quite aware when you're, like, looking directly at them. Like, they can sense when your attention's really focused on them. So breaking that eye contact really peaked, um, peaked their attention. Another big one, pushed it through the school. Good shot. Again, landed it. And that was another upgrade on my PB. So that was pretty special. Both of those moves went over 60, mm. which um, I haven't shot one that big in a while. But, yeah, to upgrade two PBs within the space of about five minutes. Um, that was pretty special. Yeah, yeah, they were good Come fish. All right, Aiden. Everyone's looking <laughs> at you. What's your mood story, bro? My mood definitely wasn't that big. Um, but, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. We'd had a good day diving. Um, for me, it was pretty cool. I managed a few trout and was just, like, yeah, diving really well, feeling really good. And we went from, like, the deeper stuff. I think we'd, I was pushing close to 20 that day. Um, and then came in, we did a few dives in, like, bit shallower water like 10 meters and was like just shooting well feeling really confident and sort of wrapping it up and we're sort of like switching between Bodie and I think it was my I'd just been Bodie and the boys had done well and were passing me a few fish and um we jumped in at this really like fishy sort of lagoon spot um and it was a lot straight away like I normally start cramping later on in the day but I was feeling pretty good um and it was nice to just dive like I think it was six to eight meters of water if that but um, one of the other boys had just shot a fish and I was sort of waiting for him to go and drop it off at the boat. And I don't know what had happened, but in the space of like a minute, there was just all these different fish species. There was like long-nosed emperor. Um, there was a big red-throat emperor, which I was sort of half lining up on, just like I'd seen it go under a bit of coral. Um, and unlike spangos, they're sort of like a bit more secretive. Like they almost think you haven't seen them and they'll just hide, whereas a spango like... They're more constantly sort of moving. and They just keep doing loops and looking at you. Yeah. yeah. Red throat kind of, they play the camouflage card and think like if they remain still enough, you won't what see What are those it. other little fuckers that go under ledges and you go looking like under there looking for trout and shit and there's those weird looking... Huge eyes? Yeah. Yeah. We were talking they're about like that a today. yellow the red, the, red oh, snapper. They're, oh. they're not a yellow lip emperor. One Brock posted a photo of. Yeah. Yeah. They're, what are um, they? I'll pull it up, Jamie. Follow up. Pull up Jamie. Sorry, keep telling your story, man. Um... Yeah, so I'd seen like oh, there was a little red emperor like undersized, but it was awesome to just see in like six, seven meters of water. Um, and then I'd seen like it was cool because Ben was always like ben on our dive buddy dog. sort of stuff was like pointing to yeah, fish, and then I'd go up to the surface and be like, "Oh, is that a robins?" And like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Robo. Yeah. yeah, we've seen heaps of robos and in shallows lately. Did you? Yeah, I didn't know what it was. Oh, it was don't, don't say that. Just claim it. It was out of 30 metres. I thought it was a move. <laughs> it was huge. Um, yeah, because I, I, I saw I the thought, eye and I thought, yeah, this they is a hover. Move, They do that hover. Like I thought glide. it was a move too. Yeah. But 
bandless and like no like yeah just different sort of coloration that's the thing because sometimes mm. moo just look full silver Glass. like no black yeah. band no yeah. like bands or red whatever well, when you were like no no it's similar like good pickup but it's a robinson and stuff I, like those little things have stuck by me now like once i see something once it's like oh cool all right i know what that is um what's that trout saturday trout <laughs> <laughs> <you try> out <laughs> um but yeah, like there was just like a massive fish in front of me and then it was sort of like all sandy and these two um, coral like ledges sort of came from right and left, but they didn't quite meet. And then in the middle, there was like probably 20 meters of just like open sand and then right in the middle, this like pillar of like a little bommy. Um, and I just saw this moo out the back of it and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like there's so many fish past the, um, passed up on the red throat emperor because I'd shot a couple of them previously. Um, and was like, I'm going to like put in a good stalk for this moo. Like it doesn't know what I am. And I just like almost similar to deer hunting lined up like that last tree, that last cover and made sure the moo couldn't see me. Was breathing in, breathing in, breathing in like from on top of the water and the bommy come right up to the surface. Um, so I was pretty much covered by it the whole way in and I couldn't see the moo, but I knew it couldn't see me obviously because I was hidden. Um, and then got into about a meter or two from the bommy did this real calm duck dive and just like snuck in and got to the edge of it. And I'd noticed that the move from being like 20 meters at the back, the viz was insane this day. It was ridiculous. It was it's like always 30 to 40 meters. We, we, on the, when we first rocked up. No one's, no one's fucked up and let a, like a name slip yet. Oh, no. no I'm I'm being not. really careful. I nearly did. <laughs> I'll burn the equipment. Not blowing it up. This is <laughs> snap the SD On card. Guthrie's podcast just before, before I had to like, mute a fucking I had to like chop a heap of bleep it I had, I had to chop and change a heap of fucking dialogue to cut out like one word true yeah. you'll have to yeah. tell me what it was <laughs> I'll listen back will, see if yeah. I can figure it out <laughs> but um this particular spot we rocked up and um we're like sussing which way the current's running and where we're, where we're gonna start and Aiden is just leaned over the side and gone Ben, what's the sound of reading at now? And I was like, oh, like 37, 38. And he's like, man, I can not, no joke see the bottom. And I was like, you're <laughs> kidding. Yeah, we pulled ridiculous. up and we're like, yep, I can see bombies in 37 minutes. We were like dead set zooming over the flats. When I say flats, it was like 10 metres of water. And I'm like, holy shit, that was a big trout. Pulled up in the boat. Ben dived in and I don't know we if you smacked it. You nah, found it. it spooked him off. But we found the exact yeah. trout. We just hooned like over. Like a 60 <laughs> centimetre trout that we just passed over going like 10 knots or something. Yeah. <laughs> But um, back to you, Moo. Yeah, so got into this bommy and um, had been like pretty calm and chilled, did my little duck dive and was concealed by this um, bit of structure the whole time, poked my like just my right side of my face around it and saw the Moo had been like at 20 metres, had come right in and was only like six or seven metres on the other side of the bommy. So I just ducked back behind. I had my gun by my side and it just... Poke went out to the left of the bommy. I saw it over there. It saw me and sort of did like a bit of a zigzag. And as it sort of went back around to the right, I sort of kept moving my body around back to the left so like it mm -hmm. couldn't see me again. And then when it didn't see me on the right-hand side, it did a big swim by closer. And it did that like twice, maybe three times. And um, I was just like very conscious that like I was starting to get a bit like out of breath. This has been going on for a little while. But it just kept coming closer and closer. And I just knew that, I was going to let it go out of sight one more time and as it came back closer, I sort of like half was leaning out, leaning out and as it came through, it was just like perfect and I just like, yeah, smashed it and um, like really good shot and I was very like, I think you guys do it well where you like swim over to the fish too. Mm, yeah, recover them straight yeah, away. Get, get them like out of a good 
like hold on them or get your like your line back so that they can't wrap around anything. Um, but yeah, I just remember being so stoked because it was the first movie yeah. I had a shot at and <laughs> was able to like yeah. You'd only probably seen like one or two before oh, I'd that. Seen, like, You'd three seen or one four or something. Yeah, like, and, but like mm-hmm. most of them was that was probably one of the. I'd seen smaller ones and then one larger one um, that other time we dived. Yep. And I remember just seeing it and being so excited. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, boys, this is massive. Star and you were struck. both in the boat like, come on, we're moving. And I was just like, <laughs> guys, I, I think I found huge. a proper one. Like, yeah, it was massive. And the fish I shot was like... It was a good mid... Like, it's a it was like mid-size one. Your, yeah. next, your next mill will be an upgrade. Oh, well, I'm this other thing confident. was like gnarly compared to it. Yeah. So they, when they get big, they get a big for. hump on their head and well, real it was steep him, forward yeah. and... It was like honestly twice the like width and everything. Yeah. Like, but um, I was um so I was Bodie at that particular time and I was sort of like aware where Aiden was and I see him pop to the surface and the sort of the signal of like yep come pick like come swing by me is like the butt of the gun sticking up in the air. I scooted over to him and I'm sort of like expecting another trout because it was a very trouty day. And I see like he's got sort of silver in one hand. I was like oh it's something different. And I see black and red and he's holding it up in one hand, just like fish in one hand, fist pumping the other. And I'm just like <laughs> the most stoked I've been all day. Yeah. <laughs> he's just shot the first move. He's like putting in so much work for it. And it was like the best feeling as Bodie like going over to pick it up and just everyone was that stoked. I could tell oh. you were stoked too. It was like satisfying for me knowing that like I'd almost like made you proud because oh, you'd given me like hundreds so of tips proud. over Hectic. like... Yeah, not a long time, but like each day, each sorry, it was trip like that. that um, gone out, the trip before like, when we like we did that sort of like real planned approach on that school of spangos and it worked. It was like that was like the dress rehearsal. Well, that's <laughs> what it's literally been for me. Is like trout are now like I'm very confident with, and like that's my expectation is like oh if I can get a couple of trout for food and then just have a good day out, that's awesome. But like lately, it's been real progression based on like hey, that's a cool species. Like see those spangos, they do this. Let's try and like. You know, your, your breath holding's there now where you can stay under a bit. This is what I like to do. And then, like, knowing what certain species are, what they do, it's, like, similar to, like, bow hunting where you go, yeah. all right, cool, you just need to find that cover. Their curiosity will, um, you know, be their downfall if you can hold bottom time for long enough and stuff. So it's been good. That's where I fall out with Spangos. Bottom time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. And they up. always, like, you're, like, <laughs> and you're, like, Oh, speaking of literally that, today, that was good. If I was a jobby, I'd have come into that. Oh, the amount of times with Spangos, I'm like, no, stay down. Like, because the best thing about Spangos is that often it's like six meters of water or something yeah. compared yeah. to yeah. 18. Not a, not a big swim. Got a bit more bottom time. So you're like, okay, if I can really push it and like you've got a buddy there and you're like, I'm not worried about blacking out necessarily, but it's more just like I can race to the top if I have to. Yeah. I don't have to it's be just composed. Just the leg and pull you up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with them, it's like sometimes I'm like, Honestly, like doing those convulsions and contractions yeah. for like a while, being like, come in, you bastard. Like, and they just know. <laughs> and then as you kick off to go up, they just like, oh, cool, I'll come in now. You're just like, you little prick. You want to shoot from the top almost. Yeah. <laughs> but that's mm-hmm. no, been very addictive. I'm trying to think what, um, what other good dive stories there have been. Other than the, what, the first time that, um, oh, not the first time, but. Let's talk about Aiden's beauty. Yeah. So Aiden had been talking up this one reef. For a long time that he dove like before we, we caught up and started diving. And I was oh, always... Oh, that when, the, when, the, when he was, got like fucking... That was the first like, time we went mm-hmm. to the, the motherland. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. that's, I, we'd been to a few of these boys' spots. Yeah. Um, and they'd always ask me like, oh, shit, where have you gone? Where, no, <laughs> no, 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 good, just different. <laughs> and I've oh, been privileged like going how out. How about... We'll just pause on the very... Being very crook story. The... um. 
the first time you boys dived together, dropped you in, and within like 10 minutes, that huge Spanish, there was probably yeah. like 20 plus kilo. Goes dry through the water. Jai goes, goes water skiing while his reel empties, yeah. and then he hits the end of his reel and just has to hold on and just gets water skied <laughs> across the top. Yeah, big yeah. fish. <laughs> Didn't get want to, Unfortunately not. not. I just, it had so much pace. It's It stripped 30 metres of line off my reel in the time it took me to get from six metres down to the surface and as soon as I got to the surface the reel was empty and it just had so much momentum that when it yanked it just yanked the spear pretty well straight out it had sort of a couple of meters fish. of water skiing and then straight off but it was really big yeah because <laughs> you boys are coming I was picking you up we were going to go do another drift <clears throat> and I see both your heads pop out of the water and you both just turn and look at each other and you just like through the snorkel speak is one of those languages that you can when you hear it enough you can like you can hear it perfectly from a distance and through the snorkels, I just hear, holy shit, that's big. And your both heads just go straight back into the water. Yeah. And then you're sort of looking at each other like, who's going to dive? And then... No, I was hoping you were going to dive because <laughs> it sort of come under me and then veered to the right and Jai was literally like perfectly on the right. And I was mm. like, if you dive now, my only concern was that you hadn't had enough time to sort of breathe up mm. because it wasn't like right... At, it was fairly deep because we were drifting, mm. but it was like mid water level yeah. um, but like it worked out perfectly like it literally I just watched <laughs> it go like arc over to you you already had your gun sort of half lined up parallel yeah. to it where it was heading and it just like swam into the shaft basically like it was yeah. perfect such then, a shame then it boosted I just changed my rubbers on my gun mm-hmm. that was the first shot with the new rubbers and they didn't have the power that the old ones had so yeah. it hit it low which was a real shame it's always good to test your equipment when you go changing Mine, things I found <laughs> I put um just made me think of that. Like so. my 1300 this weekend, mm. just gone. I put new, I got new rubbers put on there. Same diameter, but small ball. Yep. Yeah. And that's what um, we had. Yeah. And I felt, I don't know if it was just me not being, di- not diving for a while, but um, I was shooting high on everything. Yeah. And yeah. I wondered if it, my rubbers were like too punchy then. And yeah. I was getting like either shaft warp or some form of fucking well, kick or... It might have been, it, you might just be used to it having a little bit of drop and it might yeah. not be dropping now. Because I... What colour were they? Those orange... Um, yeah, okay. Micro ball ones. Micro ball. Yeah. There's a name for them fucking things. A brand yeah. name. Can't remember. Anyway. Because mine was the opposite. I was running... Rod I don't Allen think you rubbers. had much pre-tension either. Like, nah, that's but, a whole... Yeah, that's... I, I'd need to have more tension yeah. with Mine those were ones. factory Rob Allen's on a Samburu. Yeah. yeah. Um, 1300. And then I put those small ball ones and they just... I don't know. I'm just got to get used mm. to them, I think. I need, to, I need to get in this pool. Gun rigging is one of those things. It's like once you find, and I'm guilty. Remember, of you it. were getting all that weird shit happening with that roll. Yeah, that was whack. You're Absolutely. very like you <laughs> overthink. almost scare me to the point with like with my bow. It's like I just know do the same thing over and over again. Use the same equipment for as long as you can, and like you've got a recipe for success. Like the rest mm, is on yeah. you. Whereas like every time we went diving, you were like, oh, I've done this and changed the shaft (laughs) and I've changed that like rubber. And I'm like, fuck, it sounds like you've got a different gun every time, which is like, you know, your gear. Like, whereas for me, I've had the same gun for like that. I was trying to basically like, cause I didn't have access. Like I I want, I needed to pull test some stuff, but I was basically just like changing one thing of the equation each time, trying to like just get a particular gun dialed to where I was happy. Do they still make those rifles anymore? The one aid's got. Yeah. Yeah, they're like a. I think they're like your one. The rifle you use is like a rifle. It's like a competition something yeah. or other. 
like narrow, tall, skinny one. Yeah, I want yeah. the trout slayer six thousand. Are you going to get like <laughs> the trout body too. count like engraved <laughs> in the stone side of it? Yeah. I, I might have to get the stock. Length well, you shot your jack with it. Yeah, stone. It's a bloody it's nice shooting. Jack. Did you stone time. a jack? I stoned a fucking. No, jack. you're kidding. Wait, I haven't even told that story yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that one. Nah, no, where were we? We digressed. I have no idea. Aiden being crook. Sorry. Yes. Righto. Oh yeah, you so can start when it I off. first met Ben, obviously it was his boat and um, then I met Jai through Ben and like knew that they'd dived together previously and stuff. So I was obviously, I've been out of diving for, I didn't really get into it that much in 2017 and then had a big break, finally come back and I was not going to be like, oh, we should go to this place. <laughs> no, he's like, Can't call me Every shots. time and like... I think Ben half thought I was talking shit when I was like, I've literally gone and bagged out on trout pretty much every single time I've gone to the reef. Like, yeah, part of was, me was like, surely not. And part of me was also like, unless. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'd shown him a few photos and stuff and he's like, oh, they're pretty good fish. And like a few of them, like we'd always done pretty well. And again, like I'm not one for just like raping and pillaging sort of a resource. But for me, it was when like. When there's like five or six bloats on the boat, it works out at like four fish each, oh, which is not excessive. As well, I was like diving once, maybe every three months months so yep. it was like i'd have those seven trout for the next three months and have you know the odd odd bit of fish but um yeah long story short I'll, eventually i was <laughs> finally like, talked why don't we just like go to this spot we've always had pretty good luck there and like you know we used to do a bit of flashing and you know all that sort of stuff but i swear to god like maybe it's just because i was new to it but there were always mackerel and i always used to do well on the trout i'm sure that now i know what a moo looks like i'm sure i know what a spango looks like now i'm sure that they'll be around and then we finally like <laughs> tee up this dive. Find a weather window. Yeah. We're all locked. Oh, you guys was, might be better off telling the story because I was pretty oh, dusty. Well, basically, Aiden had locked in. Aiden was playing host for a house party and he teed this up weeks in advance. What would you do? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was no, I, the I house was party was, was, was like. No, no, the house party was booked because yeah, the end of yeah. It was like a big um, vet faculty one. And um, I've been talking to him for like the week leading up being like, oh, weather could be good for that day. Like, and Aiden was kept mentioning he had a house party the night before and I was like, oh man, like it's all good. Like we'll, st we'll still make it work. And Aiden was very adamant that it was like, nah, diving will be priority number one. We'll, we'll take it easy the night before and we'll be ready to go. <laughs> We're going to Aiden's spot. Like he's all the, all the stars have aligned. And um, I went around to Aiden's place, house party's kicking off. I was picking up his gear to pack the boat the night before. And um, I just remember thinking like, oh, Aiden's seemed pretty rowdy. <laughs> and as I left, I've just like gone, um, Aiden, make sure we're, we're sticking to that one-to-one -one beers for waters and, and we'll be good for tomorrow. And as I leave, I'm just like, oh no, this like, <laughs> this doesn't bode well. I get a, I get a snap from his housemate at like midnight and Aiden is plastered. <laughs> and I just remember thinking like, there is no way this bloke is going to be in any state to dive tomorrow. Four o'clock roll or three thirty rolls around. And um, sitting here trying to look real cute. Look. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's just mouthing the word sorry. <laughs> um, I end he's up drinking his water. Yeah, good boy. <laughs> um, yeah, four a.m. rolls around. Aid's not here yet. He's usually always on time or early. So I was like, something's up. Ring his housemate. No, Aid's still asleep. And I said, mate, kick that sorry fella until he wakes up and tell him to get his ass over here now because we're going. To his credit, he rocks up in about 10 minutes, not looking too too bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. He's looking pretty dusty. We, um, I'd 
interjection. <laughs> I'd literally gone to bed at like three. <laughs> so not that like... That about 45 minutes sleep. Who knows what had gone on that night? I guess we'll never know. But we load, we've, um, we've hooked the boat up. We're heading out the driveway and Aiden just goes to me. He's like, Ben, is there anything that I can just like have on my lap in case I feel sick? I go and get the bailing bucket out of the safety kit in the boat and he's just sitting with his head between his knees in the front seat, <laughs> throwing up into the bailing bucket. And this is on the drive to the ramp and I'm just like, oh, God, this is not going to – this is not a good start. <laughs> you smacked the trout up? Yeah. Eventually. Listen, like, it, the, the day <laughs> felt like it went for three weeks for me. I was just like, this is <laughs> fucked the whole time. And the, my biggest thing was like, you've literally – Talk this spot up for months. No, no, no. It was more just like pure self-like, not pity. It was just like <laughs> it was self-regret. No, no, no. I was yeah. like, you deserve to feel like the most dead shit ever because <laughs> you've fucking potentially ruined their days. Like they now, like you know, I'm not savvy and all that. Like you know, it's just one you should never do it, and because diving such a thing that you need to be safe with. Like you, you're constantly at risk. But um, Jai was yeah. only just saying before. It was like, Jai's also a bad mother. <laughs> you don't want to be Aiden out won some, like Aiden, pissed at Jai. Yeah. So. <laughs> Aiden won some massive brownie points in Jai's eyes because he was like, man, I can't believe this guy's still going. Like, kudos to him. He's soldiering on. He's oh, <laughs> I just yeah. remember getting like the boat trip out. You were so quiet, and usually yeah. you're the hype man on the trip yeah. out. You're geeing everyone up, your buddy high fiving and bum oh, tapping and wounded. getting everyone keen. He did not speak. I remember for the whole trip out, just, just head between his knees. I remember you boys being like, "Oh, look, dolphins, dolphins." <laughs> That's and I'm right. Like, I tried to get a reaction out of it. We had dolphins fuck on your the dolphins. Bow. Like I'm just yeah. jumping yeah. all like, over the place. Get me the fuck there so this can <laughs> stop moving. And like, it was pretty much glassy. Wasn't it, was. it was. It was yeah, like it was best day ever. Day. We pull up out there and we're like. This is unreal. Viz is primo. We're like, mm. oh, hey, Naden, like we're like we're at the spot. Fire up! I remember just being like, you boys, I'll go Bodie. That's you right. guys go and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop. Spot. But halfway through that, I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, wake. Like, I remember just sitting there and get, gathering fire for a sec because there was no like. Le- I remember just the noise of the boat, the motor, and me sitting at the back, just head between my knees, being like. That's, Fuck, that nice petrol. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, could smell Good thing that fuel. Stroke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd have been laid up on one of them fucking, like, strap yourself. The, one the, of the, the water yeah. just, like, the splashing under the, the bow of the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Should have just hogged into one of the fucking... <laughs> the tubes. Um, the tubes and just laid in there. Dead, like, the, the, everything. Like, the sound of it, the boat just, like, humming along. And then once it finally stops and it's just, like, trickled when I was boaty, I was like, all right, fuck, like... You're fine. You're out on the reef. Do not waste a fucking day. Like, pull your shit together. And this is on like an hour of sleep. <laughs> Feeling <laughs> that you were shit. Hadn't drank anything. Hadn't eaten anything. Thrown my absolute guts up. Yeah. And then, like, and I remember just like, you boys jumped in. I was like bright and alert because I was, like, oh yeah, obviously I had a responsibility to like be watching them. And it was ripping current too. Ripping current mm. and super fishy. It was and, on that. And yeah, these boys yelling out like, fucking big mackerel, big mackerel. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there trying to like drink some water without throwing it straight back up, which I couldn't do. Like it was literally like yeah. two sips and then throw it all back up. All day. All like, day. No food, fucked. no water. Like a regular day spear and takes I'd it out of you. Yeah, yeah. And he's just come into yeah. it like completely at rock <laughs> on bottom ground and then not being able to do any of the things that would make you feel better oh. for the whole day. What I eat me? like a fucking machine when I die. I don't eat yeah. much. I nah, smash I water. I'll have like minimal food. And always thirsty. I remember just yeah. what killed me most is like I've got a fair you bit of pride. You trying to suit up and like was watching like trying to watch a 
Oh, oh it was but painful I'm competitive you like, with sports and stuff, like super competitive. I, ha- I don't like playing sports unless I'm going to win, whatever it is. Like at, from, with my team. It <laughs> doesn't of thing. play well with others. <laughs> no, like with my team. Like I'll do anything in the game to the win. But it goes the same with diving. I'm like, I don't see the point of like fucking around sort of thing. Like it's a serious thing for me. And then I just remember like not being able to dive to my capabilities was like so aggravating. And I swore that day, I was just like, I'm never doing this again. And like, yeah, it's just like that trip ate at me. And then the following trip was a few months later. That was redemption. Yeah. But that that trip, you were feeling pretty crook. To be fair, you got in your wetty, you got in the water. It took me 45 minutes that to get in the wetsuit. That was the longest suit I was I've literally like seen. pale. <laughs> and I remember just putting him on and like sweating profusely, being like, I'm going to pass out here. Like I have to just jump in the water and get cool. Did that, got out and was just sitting there like. There's um, there's, there's probably, <laughs> there's probably footage the wall of the. Um, like sweating your ring out. <laughs> rid of some the footage maybe. of, so we ran between, we moved spots slightly. We were following the current up Do you remember there. me whispering, being like, can you hurry up? Like get to the next <laughs> yeah, spot because I was just also, at the front of the You know boat. the footage where he's on the bow, yeah. just flat Fucked. on his back, like asleep, like fully kitted up, still got fins on, like blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you how I dived and got to it? I saw a trout and the viz was, this is like a clear as hell day. Yeah. The viz would have been like probably 20, 30 Easy metres. 20. I saw a trout on the bottom, started diving, got to about 10 metres and was like, fuck, this is way too far. <laughs> All the pressure just like compressed my stomach and stuff, threw up in my snorkel. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me this. <laughs> Swam up to the top and was like, all right, I'm diving shallows today. Like just watch this good trout yeah. at the bottom and I was like dirty. But then, yeah. You came good. Shot Back half of, of the trout. day, still shot a couple of trout, still put a couple in the bag. Um, but it was that just was, like um, a massive regret. It was also that day that had the first jobby heartbreak. Mm. Every time I hear trail, I think it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh. Yeah, jobbies have been one of those fish that have given me the run around every the last Saturday. few trips. Mm. There was a few there, wasn't there? Yeah, yes. well, in the similar spot, every, each time I've gone back there, there's, um, there's been a couple working an edge. One from um, seven ain't bad. One from three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, one from three. Um, one yeah. you got was pretty small. It was small, but you got to start somewhere, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they've yeah. been they've been that one fish that's like been really high on my bucket list to try and tick off. Um, pretty smart, they fight pretty hard. Um, they reef you. They do reef you. Talking about trout. No. <laughs> to your credit, like the the grunting's been working really well though. That was the first yeah, time I saw it, and yeah, the grunting, bit of like scratching on the reef. Um, it's sort of taken like a lot of blown opportunities to try and like, fit, okay, that didn't work. Don't do that again. Mm. Wait until you get another opportunity. All right, we're going to try this. When they do this particular, like when they look really confident, they're coming in hot and aggressive, like that's your chance to slowly like propel off the from your hiding spot and try and stretch out and take a shot. But, um, yeah, the two I've connected on, it's just been like shot placement that's like let me down. Um, Jobby's like being one of those fish that just fight really hard. You've got to have a secure secure shot that you can really haul ass on and turn them away from the reef. Um, so, yeah, to have a couple rip outs, pretty devastating. It's not... It's not um, you definitely don't go out with the intention. I to remember this. I think I've been shot them times but that they've pulled out and just hearing like fuck and like you screaming. <laughs> you can hear it on the GoPro and just like GoPro yeah. footage when he's underwater. Still down. underwater. <laughs> like Bubbles are coming out as he's yeah. coming up. Scratch the water. <laughs> you get up, your gun's just like tangled everywhere, and then you yeah. like slap the water and like fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's always after like a good dive, like a minute, probably thirty. I reckon. Oh, what's dives. so frustrating? It would have almost been better if I'd like blown the store completely and they'd bailed 
mm. to get like within distance and just like it's been a matter of like a couple of inches difference between like a gill shot, like a gill plate holding shot that's not going to tear out and like the back of the neck that's just soft enough that, you know, when they rinse you through the reef that is just an, like they're, they're not a really like tough um, like scaly fish like um, some of your like emperor species like tend to, the shots tend to hold really well. Um, mm. And they're just so powerful. They just like, they do that where they like turn upside down and just boost up through the reef in through all the bombies and yeah, it's um, it's usually all over. Ends in tears after that. I'm keen to see one. I haven't seen one um, in the flesh. Like, I've always seen them at the back of shit. I've I've seen I've never shot any, never attempted to shoot any, but I've always seen them diving at the back of schools of stuff. Like, yeah, they're not really. I've not seen them in like the so the small one I shot recently was in a school of maybe like three or four, if you can call that. I've school. never seen any together though. The big ones, as soon as they get big, which the first two were like solid fish, they were probably like five, six kilo. They were both solo. Um, but yeah, like you said, they do tend to. Shoot oh, I did. They just <laughs> rinse they me. They seem to be like just in depth where it drops off. Yeah, and they love to see yeah, like yeah. where the fish, bait fish are getting pushed in and like, yeah. Because you've almost come from the shallower side each time, drop down. Yeah, and they've come up from the depths yeah. to me. Yeah, definitely. It's cool. They're pretty like got a bit of mystique to them. Yeah, oh, I haven't seen one. They got like. attitude, man. They swim around the reef like they're yeah. the boss. They got heads. They're like not scared a of anyone. Dragon, man. They, like when you look like Komodo dragon, mm. they do look like that, mm. eh? Pretty badass. Yeah. Tell me, we should probably try and wrap this up. Yeah. We've gone for like an hour and twenty, and then the one before it hit stop was like thirty-five minutes or some shit. Mm. So it's a good couple of podcasts. Let's. Um, I, I do want to chat about. We'll go back down south, and I want to chat about. Um. Those mad fucking big tuna that you do to chase. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't. I've got no leg to stand on with this at all. <laughs> Have you chased so, them? Yeah, just with the rods. I, I didn't get any on spear. I've had a few friends get them on spear though. Yeah. But um, yeah, because we, the tuna have just seemed to be picking up in sort of recent years down there getting better and better. And mm. they were coming in some days they were. What's the process? Like to, to seasonal, I think. Them. I think it's su- the you, summer approach is very different to the winter approach. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. It seems to have. It's sort of started at least for me with the winter run, and there's certain times in winter where there'd just be birds diving, and there's a good chance there'd be tuna that they would, you know, tuna and bait that they were diving on, and there were days when they were a kilometre offshore, so people started taking all sorts of things out there, and I was. I was like, all right, I'll give it a go with the jet ski. Um, found a few schools inshore and they, I didn't have much luck. I, I managed to hook one and lose it right at the jet ski, which was a shame because I'd tried a new knot that the fishing store showed me that day. So I won't do that again. And, um, what knot was it? Uh, might have been... Stitch up, that's what it was. Bimini twist or something maybe. Yeah, right. But I think I probably didn't do it justice either when I was tying it. Like I just stick with pretty basic stuff. I'm not not the best line Simple fisherman. Best. Yeah, but um, yeah, one day, like pro- the most memorable day and most successful was we went out, me and a good friend of mine, his name's also Ben, um, but Ben Kettle, he came down, we went out and usually I'd just head out until I found the birds and this day we'd heard they were a fair way out and we ended up 40 k's out we couldn't see the land anymore but it ended up glassing out we found a few boats out there so we hung around them and there was just there was birds sitting on top of the water and there was just tuna just 
coming up and just dipping mm. their backs out of it. Um, and yeah, it didn't take us long to get them on the rods there. We would mostly just throw metals at them down there because yep. they were eating a lot of small bait. So yep. we were running like a seven, seven foot rod with 30 pounds braid and 30 or 60 pound leader and that was that was doing it because you could take a bit of time there weren't many sharks down there if you'd yep. be unlucky if it was white or something and yeah get them on that fight them for anything from five minutes to half an hour on the gear and bring them up and then uh yeah head back in we we that day we had a compass on the jet ski but it was a bit sketchy so we ended up having a check with the boats which way land was. They pointed us in the right direction. Yeah, right. We were like, all right, off yeah. we go, headed off that way. And, you know, you're flying along on this jet ski. you got a tuna in each uh, footwell. Yeah. <laughs> Your feet are just standing up on the tuna. You're skimming back to port. We didn't get any huge ones. They were sort of 15 to 17 kilos, those ones. But for Victoria, um, we were really happy with that. Like, it's not a lot of big fish you can so get easily the down there. So process with spearing them? Is like you're driving up on them and stuff as well and jumping in like, what, how, how close? Yeah, so a few a few friends have got into them a bit down there more recently and generally is that find a, an active bust up where the birds are all going, get up close, get the person in the water straight away and they swim up to them and, um, yeah, you know, some of them, the tuna will go away and spook but a lot of the time they'll still hang around and just dive down mm-hmm. and get a shot. Uh, I think got to make sure you've got a decent setup with gear. I'd be running at least a float float line and a reel or maybe a couple of floats just to be safe mm-hmm. um and yeah just make sure the boat's active and watching ready to help out um and you see the thing is when you're diving around those sort of bust ups you see all sorts i've got seen some footage from some friends down south doing stuff around portland there and there's there's whales coming through and there's dolphins and like it's really nice footage that they That's get together cool. so some yeah. of that footage i think you're talking about james Nah, Callum, Callum oh, yeah, Smith Cal. got some really good yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's a fella down there, James Beckman. He's um, Southern spear fishing on um, on Insta. Some of the best spearing footage or just diving footage in general you you will see coming out of Victoria. There's a workup where he's looking down through like a bait school, and a I think it's a big like Southern right whale or something just comes up full mm. mouth open, yeah. straight past his fin tips, breaks the surface, eating bait, and it's like looks straight out of like a David um, David Attenborough docker. It's some pretty wicked it's footage. I think I've shown really you that. Cool. The That's waters there, yeah. Some of the stuff I've shown you. The waters there are real rich, eh? Like they yeah. say the Great Barrier Reef waters are rich, but like you're talking like those cold water current places all over the world, but down south are like fucking rich, eh? Yeah, there's an upwelling cool. off Portland called the Bonnie Upwelling, so they get some really cold, rich um, Antarctic waters coming up there, which I think yeah. drives a bit of that productivity. Mm. How some of the local stuff that you know when they're turning up, like just out the like mm. out the front of the bay, like off um like all the small boats are like going out of like Portia and Sorrento, catching them in the heads. Like there's big barrels turning up there at the moment. Um, in summer, it sounds really interesting that the, that the Spiros are the blokes getting onto the tuna when the they come up. The linefish shows aren't doing too well because they're mm. just they're up on the surface like sunning themselves and they're just switched off. They're not really feeding, mm. so all the linos are annoyed at the spearos are cashing in on them because they can um, they can get in like downwind Close, of them yeah. and swim up to the the schools of them sunning them on the surface. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it really sounds like that fish is going from strength to strength. So. Mm. Yeah. I, I like I like the idea of it. The concept of it. You'll be down there trying to catch one fly sooner <coughs> or later. Properly. Oh. Actually, actually. You wouldn't. And that. Big hundred kilo barrel. Fuck yeah. Six hours later. I'll get around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can get one. Buy some new gear. 
Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, you'd trout strike it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. <laughs> fuck. Um, let's do a couple of questions. Oh, we actually we'll got do... some? Yeah, we got, I got a few. Yeah. Got a few. We'll just do the top three. Yep. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that question? <sighs> oh, fuck. Is this a Napster? I'm surprised no, I haven't been stitched up with a nap one nap yet. I was going to ask where on, whereabouts on the jet ski would you nap? Was there a Yeah, whereabouts on the jet ski is a nap? I used to just hug Jai quite close. And <laughs> did you what? nap in the jet I'm ski? Surprised no, I don't think I did. Cold on the beach. Oh, we did. We 100% were spooning. Oh. I think we might have. Yeah, we definitely did. Yeah, Jai was mentioning before, I have a... A habit of falling asleep on boats, even in the roughest weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's hectic. It's hectic how you nap and where you nap and how long you nap for. It's a skill. Yeah. I've worked many years. Like, that would have been <laughs> that, that big nap anywhere on that tree yeah. when we were talking to the property owner. How long was that? <laughs> that's two oh, two and a half hours. Nah, hour and twenty. I reckon. You reckon? I, th- I yeah. feel like which is a long. It was a long time. Long time. Because <laughs> <you> walked. <laughs> Fuck, you, look, you just look so wrecked. No, it was a long it. time because it, <laughs> it wasn't that long in duration, but you were literally like in a coma. Yeah. The property <laughs> owner rocked up in his like V8. <laughs> and, like, and we were all talking normal like volume. Yeah, there were 50 cows like five metres away. Yeah, yeah, it was, was stupid. Uh, I'm a light sleeper, so I'm pretty jealous. Like even coming back from the reef, I, I do remember some rough trips home in your yeah. blue rib, getting tossed around in the swell, but still kind of. I, had no idea. I just refused to let myself sleep because I feel dog shit after it. Uh, I didn't yeah. sleep at all on that last trip. You had money on me to pass out I'm by the end of the day. I'm surprised. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah, and you didn't sleep that <laughs> night either. Like we filled it all night and then ate a big feed, talked some shit, and I, I fell asleep. Full mink. Like I closed my eyes talking. <laughs> That's I was like, right. Standing up. <laughs> I was. I was sitting up and like I closed my eyes for some reason to like reference, make a point or something. And then I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, I nailed fell that. Fell asleep halfway through. I basically the point. kept them closed because it was comfy. And I, was I remember, you, I remember looking over you and seeing your eyes closed, and you were just like, "Oh crap!" Because yeah, you were like calling you out. Downhill. Yeah. I called you out and was like, "One." Two <laughs> counted to six or something, and was like, "That's six seconds, wait, You won't get that back." Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And wait, that's not a hustling mentality. It right is there. not. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. What are these questions? Yourself. Um, <laughs> any tips for slaying jacks? Horse jacks? Oh, <laughs> did you? That's you question. I didn't. Uh, no, guy. <laughs> I didn't ask. Yeah, it's it's take a fella with you. He's never shot Have one. Have an asshole of a day, and then snake him last minute, Have so an he doesn't get a chance. <laughs> did I say the jack story? Yeah, you did. Oh, like you said that it was through all the bait, and you saw it through come out from the cave. Yeah, that's close. You, and then say it again, it. unless you want me to tell it. <laughs> like I was basically telling it then. Nah, it's all good. I think I told it. Is that good? That'll do. Is that good enough? I'll just fucking rub. Do you want to hear it? I feel like you want to hear it again. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> We're all dying to hear it. <laughs> did, no, it you, wasn't. did you say it earlier? What? I feel like I did. I don't yeah, know if we were sure on air did. or not. No, what, you did. what happened? I'll rehash it. Wait, did you yeah. hear about this time I smacked this fucking jack? <laughs> nah. Like stoned it. Didn't even vibrate. It's what sort of gun were you using? I was using this fucking sick rifle I borrowed. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't shoot. Off my, my mate who's never shot a jack before. <laughs> I, I like power swam in front of him so I could get to the bombing first. <laughs> no, nah, I was dead set loading That's the, the roller behind the book. you. the oldest trick in book. Yeah. No, we were, um, we were on our way home. It was like we dove, we dove. Well, it wasn't too late because the wind didn't actually get up, so we had no actual mm. problem. But we, didn't, we stopped diving at like fucking 4.30 or something. It was just stupid. Mm. So it was maybe like 3.30, 4 o'clock. And we were cruising home on the plane 
And out of the corner of my eye, I saw this bomby, like this big brain coral. And I was like, stared at it for a bit and I was like, oh, that looks fucking good. Nah, stop, turn around and have a look. Pulled up and looked at it from a distance. We were purposely in our wetsuits and stuff still. Yeah, we, we were, were like, we'll we were just looking, pick our way back. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were like mm-hmm. trying to pick like bomb, just standalone bombies on the way back out. Um, yeah, and I think we just jumped in. I swam over to it and Aiden was in as well. Um, and you were loading your gun, you said. Mm. Yeah, and I, um, I sort of come in from a distance and there's like um, this big, big brain coral and then it goes down to like, I can't explain what the fuck it is. Will, you might know. It's like layered. Did I like explain that to you before? Yeah, you were saying. It looks like a fucking, like a, sh- like a table, like a shelf yeah. with just like bits of coral on it. Like it looks like it's like a, a piece of calcified, like a flat bone, like just yeah. a big flat. Yeah, it's a big, it's, I think it's called, Like an old dead yeah. plate coral or something? And then it's called CCA, which is Crustose Coralline Algae. Like, <laughs> Crustose <Nerd>. Coralline Algae. <laughs> <laughs> it like calcifies stuff over the top of the reef. I think so that can, that's why it will have like all the old corals still in it. Yeah, yeah it, like, that's what it looks yeah. like. And it's like that. And then there was on one side of it, there was like this big crevice, like a cave, like a legit cave. And then it went sort of down and sort of hit sand that tapered away to nothing. And then um, so I swam up to it and there was like a big school of fusies. I could see two fish underneath it. There was fucking heaps of fish here. So it was actually lit up. There was like wongs and shit everywhere. Um, there was small spangos. There was, um, we're pretty confident there were MSPs. Um, and I had, was, I think I said that on, I definitely said that, that I was too fixated on something else. Yeah, you had tunnel vision. Yeah. Jack. And I, so I was like, oh, fuck, those two fish underneath there, like, is that a red bass or is it a jack? And I dove down and there was two of them. Um, and then the other fish just sort of swam off and I didn't even know what it was. I think it might have been a smaller jack maybe. Um, and I swam down sort of on the bottom, crawled my way sort of upwards. And I was like underneath the field of school of fusies at that stage and this fish was like sort of half swimming away from me up towards the cave and I like followed it and followed it and I was like oh you're a red bass oh you're a red bass and then it turned and like broadsided me I was like oh you're a jack your dog <laughs> a horse jack I said, I yeah, said it in my head I was like you dog because <laughs> we've been seeing red bass yeah, all day yeah. they were everywhere yeah so um I had this I had to borrow this rifle because I was fucking up shooting my 1300 bad Super unnecessary gun length, I guess. Um, but I expected the water to be a lot cleaner, so the 1300 would have been fine. Anyway, borrowed this rifle and I aimed and hit it exactly where I aimed, which was weird because I've never done that. <laughs> and I fucking... No way. <laughs> I stoned it. Um, that's a bit over-exaggeration. But I stoned it to the point where, like, it wasn't even... Like, it didn't even vibrate or, like, do a little circle or anything. It just went fucking just full limp dead. Pop it with its strings It cut. was just fucking dead. <laughs> got it back up and I was like peeking. Um, I think I got a high five from you on the way. You were literally <laughs> just coming like to the top, like you were about to break surface and I could just see the jack in your hand and I think I was like, how fuck? <laughs> yeah, under the water. <laughs> it took yeah. me like a minute to load the gun <laughs> and then I just saw it. I'm like, holy fucking shit, is that a jack from yeah. like 10 metres away? Because not even, it was probably like five metres because Viz wasn't yeah. that good but it was clear on top. Yeah. And then... um. I think you got stoked when you saw how stoked I was. <laughs> I got like the hype That's what man. I keep saying. Aiden is the hype man. Everyone just feeds oh, off his energy. I got way more hype after, after that 
like after I got the high five. And you were like, chilled. When you got to the top, you were like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. And I was like, fuck, is that a jack dude? <laughs> My hero. I <laughs> over and high fived you. And yeah. I was like, that's a horse. And yeah, yeah I got real keen. And then I was keen because I was just like trying to calm myself because I was like. You did a fair few drops on that bombing. Oh, I waited for you to get back to the boat because I was mm. like, it's fairly like sketchy. There's not great viz. I was, mm. wanted to make sure there's no sharks. You got back to the boat and I was just sitting on top of the water waiting. And then Ben's like, dive. And I was like, oh, dive. Like, <laughs> cool. <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> I was going to wait for you to come back. Yeah. And then you stayed like there. I think you guys were taking some photos. Some photos and just yeah. Keep an eye on them. There are some banging jack mm. photos coming. There is. But um, <laughs> yeah, I did a drop. Like I had to calm myself down. Did a drop. Was down for a while. And like I was saying to you boys, had like a basically cyclone of Wong just circling me. The Wong tornado. <laughs> um, off that same little cliff. Will has uh, just pricked up his ears. <laughs> He's very interested. But yeah, there was like in that basically Wong-nado. Um, <laughs> That's it. There was yes. two fish and it was weird because like as I sort of like was just creeping along and the tornado was going around me, mm. I got closer to like the rocky bomby of the mushroom, uh, the brain coral and that crack. And like these two big MSPs, I'm assuming, um, just I'm swam sure by. Were. And it was honestly from where I was, where I ended up, because the viz wasn't that good with all the fish kicking around. By the time like they swam through between me and the actual brain coral, it was like a meter away, if that. And yeah. I lined one up and was just like following it, following it, following it. And it sort of stopped. And I was just like, I'm not 100% on ID. Pretty sure I know yeah. what you are, but I'm not going to. And I also was like, weirdly like jack conscious too in my head i was like i do not want to shoot anything because i had spangos come through too yeah. in that tornado and i was just like i do not want to shoot that anything and trigger any every trip eh? got it's back legit. to the top calmed myself down did another drop had heap of spangos come through the wongs had sort of gone around the other side didn't see the msps again and then from there i think i would have done like three or four dives and progressively was just seeing less and less like i'd obviously like was spooking them but was like, I probably could have shot an MSP. Then the next dive, should have probably shot a Spango, didn't, should have shot a Trout, didn't. Yeah. Then I was like, all right, if another Spango comes through, I'll shoot it, didn't come through. <laughs> I was just like, a Wong is almost looking good right now. But I was also like, nah, I'm going to go back to the boat and get stoked with these boys. So it was good. Yeah, I was fucking pumped. After, after like, I don't know, it took a while for the hype to build, but I was pumped after it. Oh, I was, that's honestly like, yeah, probably one of my, Dream fish is a jack. I reckon. I reckon they're few, cool. few and far between. So I think mm. any jack, like of any just any size. Yeah. That one was fifty-eight. Yeah. Fifty-eight. Mm. So it's not as respectable. Yeah. Fucking no Tim McDonald. Thirteen kilo jack <laughs> out of forty meters on the <laughs> yeah. sunny coast. Fucking silly. Jesus. <laughs> we got any other questions? We do. Or just yours? No. Nah. About your jack. <laughs> <laughs> do I tell that jack story. Uh, oh. <laughs> People are going to be off the Jack story after this. <laughs> They're not even going to want to see the oh, photos. I've heard know. all about it. Um, <laughs> they don't need to stitch up. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's, it's a good day. I've got to ask someone yeah. first. Coolest fish you've shot and deepest dive? Mm. Mine would be, I've got no, I don't know, deepest dive, somewhere between 15 and 20. I'm not an experienced diver or a good diver. Um, I just enjoy it. Um, coolest fish nothing crazy I've never really gone crazy sports stuff that definitely have to be that big trout I shot through both eyeballs oh the <laughs> yeah. island island trout yeah yeah that stalk sounds like a pretty cool story it was like a legit Brock was like we're going to dive this bommy you can see it there and there's like it's like an L shaped bommy and he said you need to dive in this side get on your belly and crawl around the corner and he said there's this big cave underneath it and you'll get like a heap of fish come out 
and he said just sit there and wait, strum your gun rubbers or do something. And he said there's normally always one big trout, and I've never shot a trout under 65. Woo. Yeah. I was like, oh, right, oh, fucking hell. So, <laughs> Big shoes to fill. Yeah, and it was literally, Where it literally played out was? exactly how he, expl- how he explained it. We'll go there one day. Yeah. Saturday. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tra- trout? trout? Saturday. Trout. Oh, we're going to smoke so many trout. <laughs> um, and lo- I literally, I did exactly what he said and it just played out exactly like that. Like I, I literally got, went down there, crawled around the corner, Laid there for like five or ten seconds, throwing my gun rubbers, and there was like wongs and weird shit poking around. And then through the wongs, I could see this fucking trout head, like half peeping me. So I like laid there a bit more, and like fucking Big-a-boo. yeah, basically. <laughs> and then it come all the way out, and I was like fuck, and I couldn't get a sort of clean shot at it. And it was that it was a decent shot. Um, don't actually know how far, but it turned all the way back around and started swimming back into the cave. So I was like, ah oh, fuck, shot it. Went straight through one eyeball, out the other eyeball, and literally, like, if you got that skull and, like, peel all the meat and skin off it, you wouldn't even know it was shot. Like, it went through and didn't mm. touch a fucking thing. And took <laughs> money. Yeah, so it was basically a fully <laughs> physically net. functional fish. <laughs> yeah. in, in, two eyeballs. Up into a cave with no eyeballs, going <laughs> ape shit. And we're at Ireland, so, like, everything, the moment you kick your fins, it's just fucking murk. It's yeah, it, it was, yeah, so it was pretty fun. Um, but also uh, no real, so I didn't have to fuck around. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm pretty similar. I don't really dive deeper than I can like functionally hunt. So I, um, I've dived, you know, a bit over 20, but, you know, you're not getting much bottom time. You're not really relaxed. So I tend not to, you know, do those sort of dives really regular. Um, I'm keen to try and push that um, dive or like huntable depth a little bit more. Um Probably one of the most memorable fish um, would have been up on a – me and a couple other boys. Um, Aiden's brother actually was on that trip. We shot up to – off Cooktown. We camped on an island up there and that was a pretty wicked trip up on the ribbons. Um, last day, um, we actually had a flasher caught at the back of the boat. So I was at the back on the transom unwind, getting the flasher untangled um, out of the prop and um, a couple of really big Spanish came in under it. Um, got the gun thrown back to me. Ended up shooting what I thought was about a 15 kilo Spanish, but in the really clear water, I'd severely underestimated the size of it. Um, pretty much spooled me on its first run. Um, I'm getting at this point. I'm getting towed along after it, um, yelling out at the boys who are back, you know, a little way over on the reef edge to freestyle after me and come and put a second shot in. We ended up putting about three shafts in this Spanish. One of them, um, one of the second shots actually went in behind the head. The shaft exited out the mouth on the shooting line and the Spanish has just snipped it clean off. Lost shaft in like 60 metres of water, gone. Fuck. There's real line everywhere. There's other blokes that I'm trying to make sure don't get tangled up because I, I didn't know how much go this fish had. I didn't want it taking off still green and guys tangled in real line. Eventually got it to the back of the boat put a gaff into its head and dragged it up. And the second its head cleared the water, I was just like, oh, my God, this thing's a dinosaur. Ended up topping it. It was well, like it was definitely over 30. Biggest Spanish I've ever, like, physically laid my hands on. Um, yeah, probably wouldn't shoot one that big again, just a little bit of a sig risk. But, um, yeah, that was probably the most mem- memorable fish. Definitely probably towed me around for the best part of 10 minutes or so. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's a bit silly. Yeah. My deepest dive would be, I think I did 
22 metres on the watch. But um, haven't done any more than that. That was on a day out with Fran. We had some some really big tuskies around. We got a couple around eight That's kilo, right. and they they that just sort of kept getting deeper and deeper. The trip that I was, uh, yeah. I was telling you about. Yeah, and it's, it was a good spot. It was big trout. We had this massive trout. It would have been over a metre, and then just they when they get to that size where they look like they're starting to fall apart, mm. like they look a bit ragged, but they're just monsters. And yep. it was swimming up like up midway in the water column and stuff. Um, but yeah, the coolest fish I've shot. I mean, your your uh, trout with the eyeball shot reminded me of a sh- trumpeter that I shot down in Eden, and I lined it up and shot it. And when I pulled it in, the spear had gone straight through the middle of the trumpeter, which was good. But on the other side of it, there was some bait fish, and the spear had gone straight through one of the little bait fish. The perfect shot too. So there was this innocent little poor bait fish on the other side that I'd just like the, you could it. not imagine a better shot through it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's you, you shoot some cool fish, but you see some cool stuff too. Like I saw a um, leopard seal once down in Victoria, which is pretty mm, rare. That's um, wicked. Yeah. See the video going around of that fella who was like on the beach. I think he'd like probably been at like a party or something. He finds one asleep, oh. thinks it's dead and goes up and like pokes it and it just like rears around and is like roaring at him and he like loses his mind. Wow. <laughs> it went real viral. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they are a little bit dangerous. I didn't realise till afterwards and I did some reading. They eat we in the water with seals, it? don't they? And yeah, seals, they, they do. And they have killed divers before apparently. Yeah, yeah this one, I think it was around Warrnambool, so I think it was pretty lost. Um, and hopefully not in the best condition for my sake. Um, but I've also, like the, the Nautilus shells, like yeah. paper Nautilus, I found an alive one of them once diving down around Apollo Bay. That's cool. With the little, yeah, it looked like a squid hanging out the bottom. Um, and Pumping away. Yeah, that that's was really sick. cool. So that sort of jumped into my mind too. But yeah, he's, yeah. yeah good when you see cool something. whale encounters on the jet ski. I remember getting yeah. some videos of you when they're like, you know, six feet off the nose of the ski, tail up in the air, like dripping water on you basically, or just coming under you. Yeah, we had one day on the jet ski. They seemed to be really interested in it. There was a mum and her calf. Fran and I went out. It's probably the same day. I think it was that. Tuskies, tusky I'd day, say. Yeah. And um, they, they came up near us, so we stopped the jet ski. And then I think the baby came up near us and we are like, oh, yeah. And then next thing we know, right in front of the jet ski, this big mum whale just comes up out of the water right in front of the jet ski heading straight towards the jet ski and it goes down like five meters in front of the jet ski and straight under us and it was it's one of those things where you have that moment of like oh am I safe right now and you yeah. get a little bit of adrenaline and it makes it makes it a really exciting experience so that was yeah, I feel like really they come cool over too. just to fuck with you sometimes like I've been fishing <laughs> in the middle of the night here at Bowling Green in maybe 15 meters of water yeah, yeah. Chasing finger mark and shit in the middle of the night. Pitch fucking black, new moon, nothing. Can't see shit. Yeah. All the lights off and like laying there and like next minute you just hear this <laughs> right beside the boat. Like out of everywhere you could do it, you did it right beside my boat, you <laughs> fuck. Like legit, man, thought I died. <laughs> Scary. Still to this day, one of the most scariest experiences of my fucking life. Like when it's just dead silent. Solo and you're fi- like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like, that would be scary. Fucking scary. Last year. Yeah. In like August or some yeah. shit. 
Yeah. And also when you dive and you hear them, like, hear humpbacks. Mm. I love hearing them underwater when oh, the noise, like, goes through your chest. Some are good singers, some aren't so good. Some sound a bit distressed. <laughs> you hear them and you're like, oh, <laughs> you didn't get the good It's also a cords. weird feeling because you're, like, you're diving and you, like, can't see them and there's this noise coming from fucking yeah. mm, it's probably like in your head. a long, like long, long way away. Around. Yeah. Yeah. What would be your favourite fish so far, Aiden? My jack, eh? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> um... The moo was cool because it was something that I was like, oh, noticeably like set out that I oh, really want to put some time into them. Um, but personally, like last time I was diving um, would have been in like probably 18 metres of water, I reckon, which is like deep for me. Um, it's deep for anybody. Had those trout where it was like half an hour within the day. It was like that redemption day where I was like, I that, need it. The big pinnacle we ended up on. Yeah, and it was, it was yeah. just like, I think I was in the water and pretty hungry and um, shot a good um, common trout, took it to the boat. It was just like, there's a few trout down there, like it's pretty fishy. And um, yeah, went back, next dive, breathed up and then shot another really good one um, and just like was diving flawlessly pretty much for the rest of the day, like felt really good and confident sort of thing. So That was a great start. Pigeon pair of like 55 odd centimetre strawberries thrown just in like the boat within like eaters. five minutes. Yeah. For some reason, strawberry, I feel like strawberries taste better. They look pretty. They so look I think cool. feel like it's just out of principle. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Compared to like a muddy brown bar cheek from the islands. Mm. <laughs> Last question. <laughs> so fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it was a good one. It's so good. <laughs> Who asked it first of all? No, wait, you'll, you'll figure oh, it no. out. You'll figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> 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 it. Who's the biggest? Who's the biggest inspiration to you, spearing wise? And why is it Aiden Doomstick? <laughs> 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 oh, oh fuck! I don't even know the answer to that. I don't even know how to. Because we're gonna Say. smack a trout up on Saturday. Just yeah, I think Aiden this Saturday that'll be the most inspiring. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> I'm so excited. Nah, to his credit, it's pretty impressive to, like, watch a fella that doesn't get out super regularly but able to, like, just take bow hunting knowledge and just, like, look super comfortable, super chilled um, in the water and just have, like, that... No, like, I'm still fanboy and jive. Trans- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you say all this and then it's, like, I go diving with you two boys and it's just, like, masterclass sort of, like... And, like, obviously... You Joe takes jet skis to the reef with jerry cans, gutter stomp sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeps butt naked on islands. Yeah. Like, the dude's legit, eh? <laughs> yeah. Let's round Pretty this wild. thing out. This is a, that's a fucking Maybe session. Good, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks. Popper. Yeah, thanks for coming on. This is um, Rennie's fucking send-off. Yeah, a bit down of a hurrah. To head down to Mackay. Do more sunset cruises. And <laughs> We're getting rid of him. Clearing room <laughs> on the boat. I've yeah. heard. Yeah, I've heard. There's a replacement on the way. There is. Who is that? <laughs> Will just sat up. <laughs> <laughs> Will's keen. Have you got? Have you got spear gear? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what did, did we know this before? Have you got a boat? All right, I'm going to leave. See you, boys. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, don't come back. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> What are you on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Trout? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'll be back. Oh, yes. We're going to go to that. But we're going to behave. <laughs> no drinking ever again. Waters only. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming in. Nice to meet you, Joy. Um, I actually really enjoyed this one. It's been a long time coming, to be honest, because Rennie and mm. I have been toying with the idea of getting you two, at least you two together for a chat for ages. So um, any spewing questions and stuff after the potty, 
let me know and we'll probably organise the second one, I reckon, because I wouldn't mind tapping into some, like, crazy shit like Dogtooth and... Um, mm. Might have seen one come episode two. Mackay Shore Dives, bros. Maybe. Off the break wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. um, and then Aiden and I have got bulk memories to make. <laughs> We're going to have to do the Saturday. Trout Chronicles. <laughs> about about yeah. 10 metres below. Report from Saturday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. Thanks, Hey.